0: Welcome, welcome, everybody, to the buffer. My name is Erpin, and joining me at a socially disapproved distance is my co-host and a tepid fan of the world famous Popeye's chicken sandwich. Mm. Ham,
1: what's going on, Ham? What's going on? I don't believe that's true, but okay. Aren't you a no? Mild fan? I went there once, and I was like, this is not uh, nothing to write home about. Anyways, I continue with your intro. So not 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 a fan, uh, but okay. And looky, looky, looky here, sitting
0: next to me in person. Joining us for the first time on the pod, former Buffalo Bills superfan, and the <laughs> habmesha to my roti, Simon. What's going on, Philemon? Uh,
2: not much, man. Uh, good to be here finally, uh, you know, rapping with y'all. Um, we had some technical difficulties the last time, but uh, it's good to be here with you guys, man. Um, and ac- I actually just had my first Popeye's chicken sandwich like a week ago.
1: The Hi, famous... What? World the, famous. Famous,
2: the world famous Popeye's chicken sandwich.
1: The spicy variety? I had both. Well, which one is better?
2: I would say the spicy one.
1: Okay. But you like both uh, just fine?
2: I, 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 well, I had them, yes. Like, you know, back to okay. back. Okay. Wow, so I went approved. and had like a glass of water, washed it oh. down, cleaned my palate, Clean of your course. Passport, yeah. I'm not an animal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you uh, overall approve of this uh, Popeye's?
2: It was it was pretty damn good. I went back for, for another one, like maybe like a week later.
1: Wow.
0: Face, hand Face. Well, anyways, joining us remotely, as always, Washington, D.C. adjacent, our co-host, and the only person I've ever known to have bought a bottle of Don Perignon and Cristal in the same night, Binyam. Danane, binium. what's going on?
3: That's how we roll, and we drink it.
1: Well, I hope
3: you did. <laughs> well, you were buying Actually, so we all drank. I remember it. I remember that bottle. I remember Simon took like took the bottle and started chugging it I was like, "No, no, no." <laughs> that's when you got to ration out every sip yeah, to everybody right, around yeah. the room. <laughs> hey, by the way, I just want to say that I'm classy. I'm a Chick-fil-A guy.
1: very. <laughs>
0: oh, <there we> <laughs> Wait, have you tried this Popeye's thing? Do y'all have a Popeye's up there? Yeah, we have
3: we, uh yeah, there's some there's a Popeye's up here, but um uh I, to be honest with you, I haven't tried the chicken sandwich, but everybody says that uh Chick fil A is better.
1: You think it's beneath you, uh Popeyes? You're not a man of the people? I'm not I'm not I'm not a big fried chicken guy. Have you had it yet? You know?
2: I haven't. I haven't. So then what are you talking about? How can you say you prefer something that you haven't had yet?
3: Because everywhere you go, like Chick fil A is more classy. I'm a classy guy. <laughs> she, so you I know, know but, <laughs> based on <laughs>
0: class, I'm going like Chick-fil-A. Chick fil A is not like four seasons. <laughs> it's not five star cuisine.
2: Hey, that spicy chank, that spicy chicken, the world famous spicy chicken sandwich. I'm telling you, Ben. You know I would not lead you astray. It's fine. Actually,
3: okay. I'm gonna buy the fire before fired. the next before the next episode airs. I'm I'm gonna see if I'm a hood rat or if I'm a <laughs> I'm a classy it's like man like Spirit Airlines and Delta, right? <laughs> let, let me let me just let me just insert. Let me start with a quick story. We'll jump right into it. So you know, I'm I'm known to be like when I go to a nice restaurant, I expect nice service, right? and I'll like I'll legit like I'll let my opinion be known if you don't give me good service right so Alula was observing me and then he decided he wanted to go to uh, Popeye's one day and that was my first trip to Popeye's and he ordered something and they just completely butchered the whole order like everything top to bottom right and this guy started snapping he's like yo they, they they just got my sandwich wrong, man? He's like, we gotta go in there. And then he was just he just went on like on a tirade, right? And the magic came out like, so so she's basically like, the fuck you want me to do? Like, she's like what do you want? To-? She gave this look, he was like, this is absurd. And then he looked at me like, do something, do something. And I'm like, dude,
0: you bet. Yo, this is like Popeyes, when, when, we went
1: to,
0: when we went to the, the diner by tech. It was called City yeah. Diner, but we all called it the Shitty Diner. Yeah, I'm city diner. Uh, one time we go there and um, there's a flea or like a fly in our food, in our salad. We go to the manager, and the manager's like, what do you want me to do? Like, lettuce is from the ground. They're oh, like, there are yeah. bugs <laughs> in the ground. <laughs>
1: Like laughing hard sometimes. No discount,
0: (laughs) nothing. So this is the only time in my life I've ever tried (laughs) to do a negative tip. I don't think I went through, but.
1: Uh, I think it'd be illegal to do a negative tip. So the
0: point is sometimes you do get what you pay for and you just got to. Right. Keep where where keep it that moving, sounds like man.
2: a very yeah. thing to say.
1: I don't know. No, it's American. <laughs> yeah. lady. That's, yeah. that's 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 yeah. incredible. Yeah. That's like a handful of
2: countries.
1: That's <laughs> Simon like Simon yeah. said.
3: That's incredible. Yeah.
2: It is. That's like what. That's like when Jabril dropped the pasta out out of the bowl, picked it up, threw it back in, and he was like, "It's halal." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like okay.
3: Yo, I guess, hey, we're, done, I guess we're done. I guess we're done.
0: Eating. <laughs> <laughs> I know you got a little bit of Jill in you. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well anyways, if we kept doing this small talk, we'd probably yeah. this would be the whole hour. Yeah, let's get So let's, let's, let's get, move get on started. to some real stuff, started. right? So we're gonna move on to the NBA playoffs. Now I had my little isopod last week, so I'm not gonna get too deep into all this stuff, right? For all the geeks that listen to that one, thank you. But I did want to do a little refresher, because in my opinion, you guys may disagree with this, but to me, the bubble, the playoff experience. To me, forgetting the fans part, I don't mind the no fans. Some of y'all might. It's It's been great to me. I think it's, the level of play has exceeded expectations, right? There's no drop-off. Like, So I wanted to refresh your memory. These are just some things that have happened, okay, in the playoffs so far, right? Because it, it feels like the playoffs have been going on forever, so we kind of forget these things. This year but, it
1: feels like, like it's going on forever, but yeah.
0: And this is going to lead into the games we're going to talk about because the most— memorable moment of the last week happened just a few days ago but here's the things that happened right the bucks got punked by the heat in the second round right Giannis bye-bye got hurt they got annihilated pretty much in five games Lou Dort remember Lou Dort the guy he put the shackles on Harden they almost beat the Rockets Denver overcame two 3-1 deficits I don't think that's surprising we all know that Mitchell and Murray went off trading 50 point games Luca made the game-winning step-back three. Oh, remember that? Where we, where we thought we might have a series against the Clippers, yeah. the Clippers got it together, and then we thought they're going to steamroll to the finals. Obviously, that didn't happen. OG Ananobi, do y'all remember the .5-second three-pointer he made?
1: That nonchalant right? three? Yeah, like, where they yeah, put, you know, eight-foot taco yeah. fall
0: on the end Yeah, inbound. I think the
1: more impressive one was the uh, Kyle Lowry pass.
0: Yeah, the pass was impressive, too. Houston won game one against the Lakers, and there was talk of, like, oh, they're small ball. They could take the Lakers to seven. They shit the bed the next four games. Small ball, small results. I always say. Obviously, game seven, (laughs) Denver, Clippers. Embarrassing performance by the Clippers. Bam out of bio. Made this amazing game-saving block right. Top five, probably defensive play. Some people say it's the best ever in the playoffs. Mm. Top five. I don't know about that. Better than LeBron's block? And then, to bring it all the way back almost, AD makes that buzzer beater. Game two against the Nuggets. Western Conference Finals yells Kobe. While they're wearing the Mamba jerseys, that whole thing. Right. Nuggets got, got one back yesterday. Yeah. So now that series is 2-1. The Heat series, which we'll talk about a little bit, that's 2-1. So quick thoughts on the Nuggets series. Right. Right? So,
1: uh, Lakers I, are up 2-1. I didn't hear anybody mention this. I didn't watch too many of these uh, sports center things. But did anyone make that obnoxious? They were one ad 3-pointer away from it being 2-1 the other way. Because, like, the Nuggets. I hate that right, argument. Because right? It's, like, it's like they were winning that game, too. And then was it Plumlee who was the guy that, like, just yeah, kind of half-assed the defense? It just was looking like somebody else got him.
0: But I hate that argument because when they say the Nuggets could be up to one if the Nuggets won game two and it was 1-1, yeah, the, the Lakers would right. have came out desperate right, in game. It, right. I don't like that argument It's right. not always fair that way. Right. But yes, I have heard that. that right. Hey okay. man, the Nuggets yeah. could be yeah. up 2-1 just yeah. like the Celtics. Right, yeah. Could be 3-0. At That's the right. end of
2: the day, at the end of the day, these moments always come down to a few critical plays in one game. And even if you want to continue on with that argument, if after the Lakers cut it down to what was it? 101-98 last night after the Nuggets were up like 15 points, oh, yeah. You can make the argument that the Lakers could be up three nothing right now. Exactly. Oh yeah. yeah.
0: There was there was. A, I think the Lakers are up about two and a half minutes left. They were up four. They were kind of closing. They missed a couple, but they came Wait, down the floor. About game three. Game three. The Lakers were down four. Yeah. So was, when they yeah. kept they kept right. It was two and a half minutes left. Kuzma got the ball. LeBron tosses it to him. He has an open three. Hesitates. Steps back, misses the three, clanks it. Jamal Murray on the other end does a little step back on Caruso, switches a three. Lead a well, seven. Yeah, it's a make or miss league, you know? I know, but effectively the end of the game. But they were they were that Kuzma shot away. They would have been within one. Right. It would have got you tight. You think that like their sphincter would have got and, tight. And Denver oh,
2: yeah. was ready to give it up, too. I don't know if you guys were paying attention to what Rondo was doing, but he, they were coughing up the ball right. every single yeah. time up and down the court.
1: It was, it was weird seeing it was, the Nuggets. Right. It was 20 points, league. right? Like with like 10 minutes to go. And then it just kind of started falling yeah. apart and... Yeah. I
0: mean, it was weird, right? Like the Nuggets blowing a lead. You're so used to seeing them come back. Right. And I mean, I assume the Lakers are going to win that game because they cut the lead down to like three or four. And it was still like three, four minutes left in the The game. The pressure was definitely plenty of time. Well, do we think this is a series?
2: No, I don't think it's a series at all. Because what you had yesterday was Denver playing lights out for most of the game and still struggling to, to, to hold on to win that game. I think that they're a competitive team, but I don't think this is a competitive series. Like, the Lakers didn't look good last night. They didn't look like they were in sync. I mean, it just all came down to, like, a few moments of them putting persistent pressure on Denver for, like, four or five minutes in the fourth quarter. And I swear, like, I mean, you could, you could sense, like like, every single nugget tightening up right. when the game was on the line. I don't think they have what it takes to hang on with the with the Lakers uh, for uh, the rest of this series
1: now. OK, can I just say something? This is a terrible strategy. If you're uh, uh, the Denver Nuggets, they put themselves in three one holes and dug themselves out of it. Maybe they need the motivation. They want to go down three one. Right. So they're going <laughs> to go down three one the next game. and They're like, we got them? I mean, you're, right
0: you're, you're just joking. right? I mean, nobody wants to go down three one. Yeah. You can
3: make that argument against certain teams, but if you have a LeBron James and Anthony Davis, you don't want to go down 3-1. You know what I mean? I mean, and and they're in a bubble. It's not like they're in L.A. They can go home and, you know, they can go home and go to the club and get distracted. Like, they're in a bubble.
1: I mean, yeah, Denver's not as good. They're trying as hard as they can. They're just not as good, you know? I think we fully— But you got to—
0: I mean, I respect them, though. I mean, they're like— It's not their fault. Come on. But but I will say, to to be fair, not that they're the same, but— To be fair to who? To be fair to the Nuggets, like this Uh is the same argument we made in the previous series against the Clippers. The idea was, oh, the Clippers—they just they're overlooking them. Oh, they didn't play that hard. Like they're gonna get it together, and then you know the Nuggets will feel it and they'll they'll give it up. So like, is it just that it's LeBron? No way, LeBron would ever get that complacent like the Clippers did.
2: I think the Lakers have looked like the best team in the Western Conference throughout the playoffs. Like I can remember moments in that Clippers maverick series that i was like i don't know if the clippers have what it takes to to really play with uh the lakers i mean i thought that they were going to make it past the mavericks yeah obviously and i also felt like they had enough to beat denver but i remember watching that series and being like they are going to have big problems with the lakers because they don't have really the size inside to bang with you know uh with all the lakers big guys and at the same time, they don't really have, a, like, strength in their starting lineup. It's basically Kawhi and PG and then, uh, you know, some some startable guys, but not, like, you yeah. know, quality Williams starters. Right? but yeah,
1: yeah, you're right. They're, they're, yeah, yeah.
2: It's like Shamit and, like, Zubax and all these guys. Like, they have talent coming off the bench. Lemon
0: Pepper Lou, baby. Yeah,
2: they, they don't have the fire. I've, I've had it, it, big doubts that if Dallas kept KP and KP doesn't get hurt in that series, I think Dallas could have upset the, the Clippers.
0: Yes. I mean, I agree with you. I was being devil's advocate. I think AD and LeBron are a notch above the combination of Kawhi and Paul George. And, you know, this you could throw out whatever stats you want, but LeBron team has never lost a 2-0 lead. There's all these other stats. Like LeBron doesn't lose when he's up like this, right? He just doesn't. So they're probably going to win. Are are they the overwhelming title favorites? Who, well, whoever comes out of the West, Nuggets, Lakers— Whoever comes out of the East, does it even matter? Or is the West going to win?
1: Yeah, if the Nuggets make it through somehow, it wouldn't matter. It's not like they're going to... But meaning that the Nuggets would be a clear favorite? No, no. The Nuggets would not be a clear favorite. So only the Lakers? Yeah, the Lakers would be a clear favorite. Yeah, Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I thought there would be. I mean, be, I, I mean, mean, first of all, I don't know what the uh, scenario is where the Nuggets make it through. I mean, they win the next few games. I know, all they got to do is tie Too are they just counting on like LeBron? Like, man, he's old. I know this guy is like a you know like this robot, but we just keep on taxing his body, and he'll tire. And hopefully, like Murray can have two ba- you know back to back fifty point games. And LeBron you know, doesn't tire. No, there's not a great
0: blueprint. <laughs> I mean, the yeah, Lakers like, should get, get lucky. Cause, the Lakers you know, like win.
1: I, I've said this. The, the Lakers are top heavy. All those bums that you keep on supporting Rondo and them, they're gonna. Oh, have you shit you seen the Rondo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna. You know, the goon that Dwight Howard. Basically, he's just. He's that's all he's doing. He's just kind of agitating the yeah, other player. Like he averages like fifteen
0: minutes and like five or six fouls a game. Yeah, so yeah. He's, he's just, literally <laughs>
1: just like, uh, like he, He's not Dennis Rodman. He's like somewhere between Dennis Rodman. In a goon, just like some scrub guy that they come in, just like just bother their best but player. But he's found
2: his calling, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's really hard to watch like a former number one pick who took his team to the NBA finals in like the first five years of his career, like be like this guy now right, where yeah. he's it's just crazy. like a shell of himself. Right. You yeah. know, you have LeBron that he's playing next to who is 17 years in and is still a problem. And right, you have right. Dwight, who came in the year after LeBron, yeah. and you know has become like a, like a sideshow almost, right. you know. Hey, but to be,
3: but to but to be fair to uh, Dwight Howard. I think he's a big uh, Popeye's uh, spicy <laughs> chicken guy. He got a sweet Whereas tooth. Whereas LeBron is a healthy eater, vegan. You think that's what it is? I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying facts. He, he actually admitted that he he didn't take his workout seriously. He was into uh, McDonald's right. and like, he a didn't care because like his body thing. was just... Yeah. 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 But
0: Dwight, so, Dwight, has an, uh, Dwight Howard has a notorious sweet tooth, so that was his thing, going back to the magic. He would have, like, bags and bags of Skittles. But not necessarily Popeye's, oh, just, yeah, uh, yeah. just to
1: set this uh, Maybe not Popeye's, <laughs> but he had a sweet tooth. I bet you he ate a lot of Chick-fil-A. A
0: lot of <laughs> yeah, from <stuff>. Georgia, right? <laughs> yeah. But are we, ready? are we ready to live in a world where Dwight Howard is a champion? Are we ready for that yeah. world?
2: But it doesn't count as if he's, like, a real champion. I know, but
1: he's going to be so obnoxious. Yeah, yeah, yeah riding right the coattails he, of LeBron, yeah. This would be the way in. But I mean, to his credit, to his credit, he's played well. You have to be uh, like he accepts his diminished role, yes, right? I'll like give he him was, for that. <laughs> and he's doing it like he doesn't willingly. just
2: accept it. He's very fervent That's about right. it.
1: That's right. He's just
3: like just. We're gonna stop this debate right now. So. <laughs> I just want to officially invite Dwight Howard to our <laughs> podcast. So he's, a, he's yeah. the invite for this week.
0: Wait, are we lowering <laughs> so the bar? We invited We, we had Drew B, yeah, Cardi B, yeah. and now B, Dwight, and then Howard? Then Dwight wow. Howard. Can't wait the
2: yeah. next
1: episode. <laughs> yeah, What is it
2: going to be next, man? I love how Atlanta always gets these phenomenal athletes, and either they 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 get too used to the Atlanta party life, and they just fade out. Like you know, well. Michael Vick, I feel like, was more than fading out. But um but like Dwight Howard as well. I remember like Mike Vick a few years talking about how like he never watched video like one time in his entire yeah, it's a career. Bad look, yeah, And completely dependent on his on his athletic ability and it's just kinda like why do we why do why do we always get stuck with these types right. of players?
1: Right. Well we got Julio. We got Matty Ice. He he does a lot of reading.
2: Julio is a true professional. I will yeah, g- I will yeah. give it up for for him and for Matt Ryan. You know, for all of the the times that you know he he gets criticized for the failures of the team, like at least they go to work. Right, you know what I mean. They bring their lunch pail. They they come in. They study. They do what they're supposed to do. But it's guys like Dwight Howard that are like you know the number one picks, or Michael Vick, who was the number one picks. Either they flame out here and go somewhere and become successful, yeah, with the way that it happened for Vic in twenty ten, right? Or they just bounce and go to like like Dallas or right. San Francisco, like Dion did in the nineties, right. and win like multiple championships and build a right. Hall of Fame career.
1: Maybe, maybe Trey Young will be different, you know, like. He's here. He's going to stay here. He seems like he puts in effort. God, I mean, but
2: are you going to tell me you wouldn't rather have Luca? Oh, no, no,
1: no. Nobody's going to say that.
2: We <laughs> yeah. literally drafted the kid
1: and sent him off. Trey Young's mother wouldn't say and, that. And Luca. Yeah. And by the way, I don't think Luca
3: would be at Magic City. <laughs> That's
1: right. You never know. You know, those Europeans. Maybe at the Cheetah.
0: Maybe the <laughs> Cheetah is more his cup of tea. He'd man. be a Cheetah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Well, let, let's. I'm, we're going to brief. I'll briefly touch on the next series because they're playing game three, uh, game four, sorry, tonight. The Heat are up to one. So by the time we release this podcast, the whole complexion 2-2. of the series could be different. Who knows? Um, he went up 2 0. Nail biters, kind of, right? Second game, Heat kind of pulled away. But everybody felt like, hey, Boston is maybe better, but they just can't close. But then they did win game three. There was that whole kerfuffle locker room thing with Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown after game two the temper tantrum yeah where everybody said hey they're gonna they're gonna come together probably out of this sure enough they did desperate game three they won pretty much going away heat kind of closed it at the end but it was
1: a Boston win the whole way right is that a series now I thought when when it was two nothing I thought Boston was gonna tie it up and win like I the just, whole series, yeah. I just thought that oh, this is just some. You know how like Houston won the first game against the the Lake. Like sometimes yep. it's like it takes a while for a team to kind of get, get it together. So I anticipate the Celtics winning the fourth game, and the fifth game, and the sixth game. What winning yes. six? Yes. Are you serious? Yeah. That more in a row. Yeah. Hold
2: on, hold on. But what makes you feel that way? Because
1: they're the better team. I mean, they're, the, the the disparity isn't as great as it is in the West. Like the Lakers are a lot better than the Nuggets, but. The Celtics are appreciably better than the Heat. I mean, this whole like—are
3: you basing that on offense, offense, defense? Yeah, like, that what, is what that what is, is a good question. I really,
2: yeah. I, I really want to hear you break this down a little bit. You know, I know it's not as interesting series as the one that we have uh, in the Western Conference. It might be, but yeah, it but the be. Heat but have I, I like dogs this. on that team.
1: If the Celtics play like they did in Game Three, they would. They're going to win the rest of the way. If they kind of get, just do what they did in the last game, which I thought they would do at the beginning, I was surprised that they went down in the hole in the first place. So that was surprising. But the whole time I was just thinking the Celtics are better and they'll figure it out and they'll win. Now, maybe they'll push them to seven, but I mean, I'm just saying, in my estimation, it's going to be a Celtics in six because they're, they have the better talent. They got Tatum. They, they're just better, so they'll figure it out. Usually, let's go with a better player. I mean, that's what...
0: So, the better player is Tatum in, this series, in the series? The best yeah,
1: player? Yeah, because he's better than Jimmy Buckets. Oh. Right? What about Bam? No, I mean, Bam is great. I mean, I am not going to knock Bam. Offensively, him. yes, yeah.
0: Tatum is better. Yeah. Uh, okay, Tatum is probably the best offensive player in right. the series. But, I don't know, bio, man. He's kind of Draymond-ish a little bit, you know?
1: He's not He's not on kicking that level. people in the
0: nuts, but... No, yeah. he's not Defensively, he's... Yeah. He's not calling people to No, no.
1: I, I, this, I mean, maybe it sounds... Uh, b- too critical. The Heat, great team. So you think they've capped their ceiling has been capped? Yeah, and I Boston think they're like yeah, well enough right. that they haven't hit their ceiling. Right. And you know when you're like up, just like the the Nuggets were up twenty. Yeah. When you know when things get tight, they're like. So I think when they tie it up, and I probably look like an idiot because by the time this podcast is released, it could be, three, be three, one. one.
2: <laughs> let, let let me let me let me make two points here. Okay. Right. The number one point about this series is that I find to be personally very interesting is that they're built very similarly.
1: Yes. yes. Lots
2: of defensive dogs, lots of guys that can get hot. Um they they mirror each other to me in style and play in a lot of ways. If you look at all the unders that have come out in, 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 in um in the NBA uh playoffs and this bubble, most of them involve the Heat or they involve the Celtics. That's just a point. But my question to you is and I don't want to get too far away from what we're talking about, but how much were people wrong about Jimmy Butler not being able to lead a team? Because yeah, a lot I, I, of people yeah. have been talking shit about Jimmy Butler for right. a long right. time.
1: But but at his other stints, was it just a just a bad? Fit when he was, I mean, Chicago, he was being worked to death by that tip of, tip of the ass. Well,
0: Minnesota was when the Minnesota, most...
1: There was like a maybe the other players were soft, like Cat and uh, what's his face, Wiggins. I, that didn't work. But I thought it would work with the Sixers, but well, to give you a little little background. It did. Background. The
2: Sixers were uh, a Kawhi like, Leonard yeah, shot right, away right, from, yeah. you know, from taking that game right, into overtime. When,
1: when it ended, they, they didn't. Was, I don't remember how it worked out, but they, there wasn't any interest to bring him back. So was there like Oh a- no no
2: no. He chose to leave.
1: Yeah. They he offered. Chose. Okay. He got out of there. Okay. Yeah, there were there were basically
0: okay. reports that basically Butler is like a, a alpha male Kobe type person. He's not the level of player. It's a bit but his idea was like when he was in Minnesota, he did not like Carl Anthony Towns and Wiggins. He thought they were soft. He would be, you know, he'd be in the weight room, he'd be playing hard, and they would just be casual, coasting on defense. Playing right? Xbox. And oh, Butler doesn't care. take right. plays off, right? Okay. He's a Thibodeau guy. Right. And then when he got to Philadelphia, it was kind of the same story. It was like Simmons and Embiid, they're not really alphas, like they disappear. And you know, that team needed him, right? Like last year in the postseason, they were on the verge of making the, the you know, the finals because Butler was there. He was the guy who would take the shots. So I think he just said, you know what? Enough. I'm gonna go to Miami. Riley, that whole Heat culture, which is cliche, but that whole thing, and he knew that the guys there, are like Bam, and these guys, they're they're workers, right? Nobody coast right. on Miami Heat, even though it's funny because the city is known as you know a yeah. leisure city, a yeah, cocaine city, yeah. And I I would agree that I didn't think Butler, I wasn't sure if Butler was a max guy because statistically his whole career, well, a couple of the Chicago years, he was pretty good statistically, but they're if you look at his numbers now, they're not amazing. But the impact he has on that team yes
2: yes he's somebody who who maxes out he's he maxes out his talent and i feel like when he goes to teams he maxes out their ability and for me i thought the the, like the coolest decision out of all this is like he had a team that was stocked with talent in philly but he didn't like the culture and he decided that he was going to go to miami where he could have a bigger effect on the culture with their youth and their style of play and their work ethic and now that team is a couple of wins away from, you know, going to the big dance. Like, he deserves credit for that.
0: Before this season, I think he was not known as a good leader, per se. He forced his way out of Minnesota. I don't know if y'all remember. He had that practice. He was talking shit. He was just like, that was these the guys are— was whole thing,
1: right? Like on Sports Center?
0: Yeah, and he interviewed afterward and basically said, hey, I'm a winner and these yeah. guys aren't. He, he, that was not a good look, okay? So I think before he got—when he left Philly, I think the knock on Butler was that— he might not be a good teammate. He can be explosive in the locker room. But I think he found a culture and teammates that are as, um, I don't want to say fierce, but, you know, they're as strong-headed as he is. So
1: it works. They're like-minded. I mean, you know,
0: yeah. It works. He can't go to a team that's not made of players like that. Like a softer team, it wouldn't work. Or a team with, like, young – if he came to the Hawks, it wouldn't work. But you come to a team with some veterans and leadership like Riley and Spoelstra. right, Spolter's second most tenured coach in the league –
2: I think you hit the nail on the head with the the, um, the Jimmy Butler angle where you were talking about, um, like, what the, the difference in culture and the difference in his, in his personality as compared to other types of players. Like, I feel like he is built in that same Kobe mode as far as being a big personality and somebody yeah. who wants everybody to work as hard as possible to that common goal, right? So, with players like him... When they come in and try to do that Jordan thing or t- they, try to put, they, 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 they try to do that Kobe thing to push people into the next gear, either p- players are going to take to it or they're going to react. And I feel like a lot of the players that he was playing with, in Minnesota, whether it be Minnesota or whether it be Philly, I feel like a lot of stories were being planted by the players who were not happy about his, him having that big personality, you know? And let's be honest here. I mean, if
3: you're getting paid, you know— 16 17 million i mean you have access to the best nutritionist you know uh the best home so you can work out around the clock and these guys there's a lot of players in the in the the nba um, that have made it to the nba purely off talent and have like just decided to go there and coast and if i was a team owner i'd be pissed
1: right i think there's one thing that that's not discussed is that there are some people that have talent but they don't it's possible that some of these players just don't like basketball that much. They're just se- right. six foot ten Absolutely. and they can yeah, play just, the
0: ball. I mean, this, this was the knock on um, Hassan Whiteside. Right. He's in a Portland slight, now. Yeah. He was in Miami, but that was the thing. But they molded him into a player that was a statistical right. monster for a few years. But that was a knock on him. You like, imagine
1: you 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 could throw like ninety five miles an hour, but you hated baseball. But you can just be making twenty million dollars a year. You are like, all right, man. Fine. Baseball is such a monotonous game. You yeah. gotta love that <laughs> shit to keep going. <laughs> What's that?
2: So I want I want I want to hear everybody else's opinion on whether I. We heard Ham's opinion that he thinks that Boston is gonna wipe them out the rest of the way. Sure. What do you guys think? Do you do you guys still think that we have a series?
0: I think that. Uh, The Heat will win the series ultimately. I think they have the better overall team. I know they don't have the primetime scores. Like when both teams are on, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, they're probably the best offensive players. They're probably going to put up more points than even Jimmy Butler and like Dragic. But I think the Heat have that scheme, that defense. They're long. At a bio, I watch him. Sometimes I just watch him on some of the plays. He's just everywhere. And, you know, he's. Like a forward, but he plays center, basically. And uh, I just like the way they play. And they just, they just do their thing. The Heat. I know this sounds cliche, but they get it around. They share the ball. If you look at Butler, Butler, we just talked about Butler, max level. He's averaging like 12 shots this series. So for a guy who, quote, unquote, is the alpha male, he doesn't even shoot that much, which I think is indicative of their system. Like they move the ball. Nobody, it doesn't get stuck in anybody's hand which to your point, Ham, it may bite them late in a game when they need a bucket from a dependable guy. But I like the Heat probably in six or seven. I, I think Boston will probably win today, probably. I agree.
3: I, I like that assessment, Irvin. I'm, I'm kind of with you. Uh,
2: do you, do you. I think it's going to be Miami and the Lakers. Do you feel like Bam uh, reminds you kind of like that Pascal Siakam, uh, Capella kind of role on the team? Just, like, cleaning up everything.
1: Siakam has some... He can score, right? He like does. Ade, ben uh,
2: does, too, uh, but not... He doesn't
0: have a really now, good jumper. Are
1: these heat... I mean, this is a stretch. Do do these heat... Is there any comparison to the, that O four 4 Pistons team? Or it's kind of like... <laughs> a I bunch don't think of that's, good that's good been players. made, no. you know? Because, like, Adebayo could be, like, a poor man's... Be, uh, what's this? Ben phrase? Wallace? Yeah. yeah, he's a you better... Know, like, no, he, he's
0: a rich man's Oh, ben he's Wallace, a rich man's Ben Wallace? <laughs> yeah. He
1: was great that year. He can't year. rebound like right. Ben Wallace, but, like...
0: No, I think he's a... Cause I'm trying to find like a comp, you know. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say they Pistons. I think mainly because that was a supreme defense. I remember there were, there was like a streak of what 10 games. They held opponents under like 70 points. That Pistons, like that, under 80 or under 70? 70 or 80? But it was yeah. under 70 I mean, would be people were not scoring that much back then, but right. th- that team, yeah. That defensive uh, tenacity. Right. Nobody's done it since whatever, like
2: that. Whatever that, whatever the numbers were, the that Detroit Pistons team is like the 2000 Ravens for me, or like yeah. the 85. Oh beers. wow, like okay. It's very My hard man. to compare anybody.
0: Nobody's yeah. defense has been that right. good. This is why that.
2: we needed Simon on this show. Yeah, yeah that, I mean, can that, you that's that again, that's, that's the comparison that comes to mind for me is like the Detroit Pistons being able to shut down that 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 specific Lakers team with Kobe in his prime. Shaq you know still playing you know uh, uh really good basketball, adding in the uh the veteran leadership of guys like carl malone and 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 Gary Payton, who just like a year later went and went and won with miami and um and, and won with shaq in Miami, when you see like the talent that they had on that team and the way that Detroit was just able to like just manhandle them and shut them down like literally everybody they shut everybody down yeah so I'll I'll, uh, I'll illuminate
0: that we, they remind I, me of the Ravens so I, I looked it up they held their opponents to under 70 points in then season 11 times but they had a five game streak where they held wow. five t- opponents in a row under 70 that, so that team yeah, was yeah next level right? right so I don't I don't think the Miami are like that right. but they are in the sense that there's not a um clutch time go to right. 25 30 point
1: score right. yeah who do you got, uh, si- Simon?
2: I think, I think either way, this thing is going seven. Okay, that would be think, great if oh, it wow. did. I don't think yeah. there's any doubt in my mind that 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 these two teams are very evenly matched and 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 you know play that similar style. But I think at the end of the day, I feel like Boston probably mm-hmm. has a little bit more experience and a little bit more championship medal to them, being in that long series with the Cavs a couple of years ago where they didn't have Kyrie right. and yeah. they were playing without their best player and they literally took Experience. LeBron all the way to to 7 and it, all it came yeah, down to was really bad shooting that's in a game good point. 7 like these yeah, are a lot of the same point. kids that were on that team. And they're yeah. a couple of years older. They have a little bit yeah. more experience. Same coach. I feel like they're they're going to get them. Yeah, the same coach. Brad Stevens is excellent. I also feel like Eric Spolstra makes really good almost a lot really of the coaches,
1: right? The two coaches, it's like they're both really yeah, good. Yeah, they're
2: both really good coaches. But I feel like at the end of the day, Boston has the experience that's going to clear them for the finals.
1: So South Texas 7, okay.
3: Mm-hmm. And Binyam,
1: you were going with uh, uh estimation?
2: I like Irpin's assessment, yep.
3: Oh, I have a final thought. Do you guys know the ratings? Do you know that the, that game two of the Lakers, that, that amazing uh, game that we were talking about? Do you know what the ratings were for that, that show? That
1: was uh, at the same time as the great Patriots-Seahawks game, right? So yeah. I'm <laughs> so sure it was yes, probably yes, swallowed yes. up by that. I would say like 4 million viewers.
3: So actually 3.17 million <laughs> viewers is one of the lowest numbers I mean, for a, on, a you, game It's just a bad Western. time.
1: You can't, uh, the NFL will swallow everything. Yeah.
3: So in comparison to that Sunday night football, that that New England game, that's an they had 17.69 million, basically 18 million viewers. I mean,
0: well, let, well, let's talk about the NFL then. Right. Let's right. get into NFL since we're talking about that, because that's going to be one of the games we're going to talk about. But I wanted to start off with something that hits a little too close to home. <laughs> right, we re- well for the listeners here. We record this show out of Atlanta, so um, I think you guys are gonna know where I'm going with this. But I am going to do. I want to do. Give me a minute, guys. Okay. I'm gonna do a little festivus. I want to air some of my grievances right <laughs> to the Falcons. Okay. So I'm gonna. I got something longer, but I'm gonna shorten it because nobody wants to hear me bitch too much. But for the sake of this podcast, right? I did the. I went through the pain and agony of rewatching that game. Okay. Which trust me is not easy to do as a Falcons fan, and it was. Eerily similar to the Super Bowl collapse. Not Much lower stakes. Different in some regards, but there were some similarities. First off, like the Falcons, they didn't really lose the game per se with any like boneheaded mistakes, right? Teams, they didn't turn over the ball. They didn't really fumble. They didn't make any crazy mistakes. They just got the lead slowly chipped and chipped and chipped. And then they did that onside kick that they're going to be replaying for years. So if you listeners know, there's that game that kids play. The floor is lava, right? You don't touch the floor. You go on the sofa. That's the, how the Should, onside return team was playing like that. Like, don't touch the ball. Don't touch the ball. So just to be clear,
1: ball. saying no mistakes up until that point because that was a colossal mistake. That was a colossal okay. mistake. Okay. But
0: another stat that if anybody's been watching ESPN or reading around, you'll hear this, but before the Falcons lost, teams that had scored 39 points, okay, arbitrary <laughs> stat, and had zero turnovers. Right. There had been 440 games previously played with that. How many of them were losses? Less than zero. Exactly. <laughs> zero teams that ever lost, scoring that many points <laughs> and having zero turnovers. So that was bad enough as it is, right? I, I'm not a Dan Quinn guy. I, obviously, uh, what do you think his record is since the Super Bowl? Since we collapsed, 28-3. 50 games. 50 games we played. No, it,
1: it, way under 500.
0: Way under, okay. What is do that you
2: 50 think? games? 50 games, what's... Well, I record? know that they went... Um, what was it? Seven and nine last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say out of 50 games, he's probably won 16, 17.
0: Benyon, what do you think? Out of 50 games, how many do you think the Falcons have won? 26. Freighting um, water? Benyon's the closest. So 24 and 26. Okay. So, so they're under 500, yeah. okay? But not great. All right? So he should not have a job. But they've also blown six double-digit leads. Okay? So I'm making the case. It's not as bad as Detroit, who apparently Detroit,
1: is that, is, ge- is that a compar- comparison to the lowly Lions? The Lions have
0: four <laughs> games in a row where they've been up double digits. They've blown. So at least we're not the Lions. But, yes, that's not a, a saving grace. Okay? <laughs> Nightmare. But main thing is I think we're probably the biggest choking franchise in all of sports. I'm sure somebody Falcons, can make a case right? for the Falcons. And I'm a Falcons fan, lifelong, and I hate to say it, but like when people are going to say, hey, choke, what, what do you think of? Everyone will so say. Falcons. I, I have to say,
3: you know, when it comes to the Falcons, man, I feel bad for Arthur Arthur Blank.
0: No, don't feel that bad for him. He does, order?
3: I mean, he's the one keeping yeah, Dan you know, Quinn around. I feel bad for him. He actually he spends money to get good quarterbacks. Like he does his, you know what I mean? Like he does his due diligence. Right,
1: but he is. He has the the power to get rid of the coaching staff that's causing all of this.
3: Right, but but I think no. But the thing about what I'm trying to say is like in 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 good faith, he hires. People that are because after I think when Michael Vick uh, traumatized this guy, like I think after well, Michael Vick he was like no more risks. I'm gonna stay safe, go with good character, go with good guys. You know what I mean? Like I think he's looking for like a there's Dan a Quinn's combination go, man. Right. Like, I'm sorry, for, yeah. I th- yeah. he's been
1: needing to go for no, years. I'm not,
3: I'm not saying he doesn't have to go. I'm just saying no, that. What more like, information you know, do
1: you need if you're the owner? that this is not working
3: no no I'm not saying he doesn't deserve to be fired I'm just saying that he he picks a lot of people that have some promise that are good people that are of good moral character and then they
0: just fizzle out on the guy you know what I mean like it's like this is a thing now you know what I mean look the Falcons the Falcons they are the same team essentially as the 2016 team not in personnel but in 2016 they outscored everybody their defense was terrible the difference was Shanahan was the OC. So when they had to get, when they had to close the game, they did it on offense. They converted third downs. They would close the game on offense until the Super Bowl. Until the Super Bowl. Now, this team is the same. They score That's like crazy. Game, defense way. can't hold anybody. But this offense is just not nearly as good. So they cannot close a team out on offense. So they leave it in the hands of the defense and you lose. And what's the commonality there? Dan Quinn, a defensive quote unquote guy from Seattle. Has been the coach all the way through, and their defense was decent the first couple years. They've so been like, right, yeah. So this team is BC, twenty, right? They've is been twenty fifth, twenty third, and now they're. That's only two games, but they're the last defense in the league. It's, I mean, it sucks. There's no worse feeling in football than when you know your team can't stop the other
1: By team. By the way, can I say something? Uh, other people I, I was watching the game, and uh, I, I, I saw an opportunity when uh, the Cowboys went up, and I'm like, I wonder what the live betting is on this, because I was like. I don't know how it's going to happen, but I know the Falcons <laughs> are going to lose. So I put $20 to win like $75, and I just sat there and I waited. On the Cowboys or the yeah. Falcons. Yeah. And I was like, man, this looks impossible. Maybe I'm just going to lose $20, <laughs> but I know they're going to, I just don't, I just can't, like, because uh, you're right. There were no turnovers. There's no weird, well, sounds Did like, you hear such a joke? Did you
0: hear about the other Vegas better? No. Who bet on the Falcons?
1: (laughs) Okay. So
0: it's dumb enough. Why would you? It's dumb enough for us Falcons fans to hold out just enough hope that the team won't collapse, even though we know they will, right? We 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 bet with our hearts, and that's okay, right? Not me. They they get broken, but we don't lose anything. There was a guy in Vegas, (laughs) a guy in Vegas, when the Falcons were up seven minutes to go, they were up 15. Yeah. I think they even had the ball. Oh yeah, that was 39. uh, 39. Yeah. Yep. And this guy bets. Okay, the Falcons. Wait, he bet on like a team that's up 15. Are we talking about a live bet? Yeah. This was a live, bet, right. a live in-game money line. So, so the money line yeah. at that point, for, well, like for you listeners like, out there, yeah. it was negative 3333 What a coward. I'm glad so he lost. For you the listeners punk. out there, what that means is you would have to bet $3,333 to win back 100 bucks, right, right? Right. So this guy bets thirty-five grand to Lord, win $1,000 on the Falcons. I'm so
1: glad he lost. What
2: a dolt.
0: what, a, what are you trying to ride that coattail? What are you doing? Would you, guys, would you guys
3: mind if we invited him to come on our podcast and explain That's that? That's
2: a to great idea. I really want to talk to this guy and give him maybe a piece of a my mind. he's a stats
0: guy. He doesn't watch football. <laughs> he just saw the numbers and the win. ESPN win percentage had us at 99.9%. Yeah. One in 1,000 chance we would lose. That was the but odds. that is
1: a terrible bet. First of all, there's no real upside. Maybe he hates, like, the Cowboys. He's like, ooh, I can just say. He just saw that it's an
0: easy grand, baby. No.
1: You see an easy grand? If the Falcons are up in the first quarter, start betting.
0: Vegas makes
1: lines
2: specifically (laughs) like that, those grimy-ass lines, like, you know, put down 3,300 to win 100 or 33,000 to win 1,000. Oh, yeah. Specifically for dolts like this guy.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, that's so (laughs) dumb. it is.
2: Yeah. Like, what are you going to gain from yeah. betting $35,000 to win a grand? What yeah. are you, where are you going to go with that? It's You know, I, I just
0: grandma, don't get it. Even his grandma's probably like, wait, you, you bet the foul.
1: I mean, the exposure alone, I mean, even if you win, it's just like, that is a dumb bet. Like, that, yeah, that's stupid. Be like me.
2: I just want to say one thing <laughs> to go back to the point about um, uh, Arthur Blank. That that guy is way, way, way too loyal. He's way yeah. too loyal to yeah. his, is, I feel like we re relive the same story six, seven years ago with Mike was it Mike, Mike Smith? Smith, yeah. yeah. It's oh, the yeah. same story yeah. over again. That's
3: true. Yep. That's I don't true. get it. Yeah. And, and this, but but notice that he picks the same kind of personalities.
2: Oh. Listen, I, mean, but, I knew but, I knew I knew, but, I knew but to be
0: fair, most most owners do that. Most owners are gonna go with the safe pick, the non controversial pick. That's what most owners do. So I don't think Blank is new in that. No, no, no. Unless you're daring, but, but there is something that's <laughs> different did. about Jason Arthur Garrett. Garrett? Yeah. Do you remember Jason yeah. Garrett? Well, he Forget Jason Garrett. Ago. What about um,
2: what about right after the the thing with Vic happens, he goes and gets uh um you know uh, uh, re, re re you know redoes the team yeah. and then he brings in uh, the guy from Louisville. Give me his name. Oh, Patrino. And Patrino leaves the team Fuck like halfway Petrino. through the season.
3: So it's just like,
2: you know, (laughs) I feel like he got scarred with the whole Mike Vick thing, like you said earlier, and then the whole Petrino thing after that. And he just decided he's just going to go with the safe pick, you know, get himself some some defensive guys to coach with all the awesome offensive talent there is. And he's just reliving the same story over and over again. It doesn't make sense to me
3: one should be out of here. I think he needs to hire us as of offensive coordinators, um, defensive nah. coordinators. Like I think
0: we need to be running that team. Dog, the offense has been good <laughs> enough. The offense has been he, good he enough agree? for the last three, four years. It's just the defense. They can't hold anybody. Like it's. I'm telling you, there's, there's. back in the days, the worst feeling was when a team would run all over your team. Every yes. time, four yards, four yards. Now, the feeling is when a team just throws the ball all over. Like that Cowboys game, second half chunk plays, yeah, chunk plays. Mad. It's just that like you're playing off, prevent yeah. defense with like 20 minutes left in the game right. like man, I don't know man uh, it's time and they're not gonna fire him because what will happen is the Falcons like they always do, they'll probably end up winning the next 2-3 games. They'll give you hope, they'll flounder at the end and they'll do just enough that Blank will say well we got a couple years left Right, the contract. Right. Yeah, they some played life. for the coach Right. they ended the season last year 6-2 yeah. and two, yeah, and they ended at 7-9 and, and it saved Quinn's job because the players played for him and if they do that again, I could see Blank I, just, think, I
1: mean, Blank is old as fuck now, but like He probably is one of the types that He gets chummy with them, like he invites them over probably. To have dinners, and then it It gets hard to like fire somebody
3: Do you guys not remember when he was on the sideline And like picking up Michael Vick and like All hugging, yeah. like yeah.
1: dude, he was, this guy was
3: like You know, balls deep into this dude Like he was like, <laughs>
1: oh, this guy Is
3: so great, and I'm like he looked more like a groupie than the owner. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Oh but I mean, that's. Budget, budget, budget. And, I, and I, to be honest right. with you, I knew Michael Vick wasn't going to work out. You I, thought he was going to go to was was just have a prison
1: a, stint between two teams?
3: N- n- well, I didn't okay. think that, but I just. Atlanta was just too much of a setup for a young man with a lot right. of money with no discipline. Right. It was black just man a, bad a special special He should have got to disaster. the Buffalo
1: Bills or something. You black know? man hey, in the Black City
2: with a lot of strip club and Lou William wings, pepper wings. Have they named those wings after him yet? Like that needs to no, happen. No, no, they were named they're,
0: they're before you. They there. were okay. Yeah, they were yeah, already yeah, named yeah, that yeah, way. Okay. That's why he went there. They yeah. got wings named after you him. I mean,
1: wouldn't you go though?
3: I mean, that's a pretty honorable cause if you think about it, man. If you had, if you had some wings named after me, I'd go there after a funeral.
0: We'll see, but uh, I'd kill the pain. Okay, let, let's transition. A bit enough with the Atlanta uh, hate. Uh, I got it. Thank out of my God, system. please. I'm good. Move I'm good. On. Let's move on. Uh, the only other game I really wanted to focus on, I'll, I'll leave you guys to your thoughts on the other games if you want to talk about it. But uh, the Patriots Seahawks, right? The whole off season. For years now, there's been this hashtag, let Russ cook. The whole idea is that the Seahawks go very conservative in the beginning of most games. That's why typically the Seahawks are in a tight game or they're behind. And then Russell Wilson, fourth quarter, does his thing. He goes off. And people are always like, man, why don't you just let him go off from the beginning? So finally, it seems like they have listened to that. And through the first two games, he's probably the front runner for the MVP. Especially after his performance this past Sunday against the Patriots, so they let Russ cook, and then Cam, he maybe isn't as washed as we thought. Right. So, general
1: thoughts on that game, nah. Ham?
0: You watched the game, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah.
1: So, so I mean, I was watching both the Lakers and uh, and this game. Mm-hmm. So, isn't it out of necessity they they need Russell Wilson to play like this throughout, right? Probably. So it's it, it's a mixture of let him. Let Russell be Russell, and also we need Russell to win, and so they can rely on the the defense and other you know but, aspects but to of be, the thing.
0: To be fair, they've they've went up against two pretty good offenses the first few games, right? The Patriots right. are they're good right. offense, they're diverse right. offense, and then the Falcons, the Falcons, yeah, which are pass heavy, right? So
1: so, so the game, like I said, so with Cam Newton. I because th- everybody's been talking about praising him. I guess maybe the people had a very low opinion of him coming in. I just yeah, his thought
0: Q rating was pretty right, low.
1: Yeah, I, I just thought the main question mark was like his durability. Like his, you know. But other no, I than that, people, if I you think, put him in the right system, and the Patriots are, I mean, they're talking about we're talking about like heat culture and all that stuff. The Patriots way. Yeah. Do I I thought that job. they were going to put him in a good position to succeed. They probably changed. I mean. Tom Brady wasn't running these plays, right? So they kind of custom made these plays to suit. But what did you see? Cam. Did Cam look like he could? I the mean, he was making accurate throws down the field, yeah. right? And that's basically the other question. Basically, if a player is open, can he throw it accurately, right? Because he hasn't been yeah. always accurate. So. Yeah. It's only two games, but it's promising. I wouldn't jump on the Camp Newton he was good. Though I, w- I want to be I want to be fair to Cam. Okay, right.
0: it's unfair to compare him to I think 2015 when he's the MVP. That's unfair. Just like it's unfair to compare Matt Ryan to his MVP year. But you know Cam before he got hurt last year, he was pretty good under North Turner. Like they, I think they started out six and two or something. They they started out really good. He got hurt, shoulder got hurt, and pretty much they IR'd him rest of the year. But he was good. But he but that, was a good to great NFL starting quarterback last year.
1: How good are you on the sidelines, though? That's what I'm saying. Like the, the type of game that he's, yes. he's exposing himself to injury. And so eventually. He's going to get injured, right? So, like, I would like to see this play at least. Let's wait until until halfway through the season before we're Either like... Either way, I would say... It, this is it, the resurrection of Cam Newton. You know? Even if he plays
0: half a season, it's probably worth the risk. I mean, he's making... Dude is making 1.75 mil. Minimum with contract. With incentives. Without incentives. it could With incentives, it could be 7 or 8 right, mil. Right, But nobody wanted Cam.
1: Nobody. The Colts didn't want him. Although, to be fair to the Colts, we had already signed... The Phillip Chargers. Brook, there, how Phillip Phillip many Brook. teams
0: yeah. could have used him? There are so many teams that could have used him. And... I'm not gonna get on here and be like, oh, he's the MVP or he's a top elite (laughs) quarterback or anything. We're not saying that because I I mean, his play the first two games have been really good. If he keeps this up,
3: he he would be in the MVP discussion. But the problem with Cam is the problem with Cam is the consistency. I mean, he he has a strong start, and then I think somewhere along the line, like somewhere along the way, he does this thing where he you know will get distracted or he gets injured and he's just not a consistent guy like he won't give you a full season of just like consistent passes like this week he does well next week he's going to be a top you know top bottom you know top on the lower end of the five percent in terms of passing right. and like he, he's just not consistent like he'll have a great week then he'll have a bad week then he'll have an okay week and I don't like I, I wouldn't I don't I wouldn't bet on those kind of players I just, I, I just don't see them doing anything with
2: Cam. I'm, that's just my personal opinion. To me, I think it's way too early to really draw any conclusions at this point of the season. I think you said it earlier when you were like, it's only two games, right? Um, we just haven't seen enough from these guys. Like, look, Cam put together an amazing MVP season, um, and he should get all the credit for that. After that... 2016 and later we we have not seen cam at full strength or play at at his best and i feel like that was one of the main reasons why why most teams were were holding back like it's great to be good but the first the, the greatest ability is availability and i think that's what it comes down to as far as him being able to put together a full season uh, if he does great i mean i'd like to see it happen i think he is uh an unbelievable talent the likes of which you know we have not seen very much in the last 30 or 40 years of the nfl on the other side of things russ is an amazing player and i think i was just you know shooting off the hip earlier when i was saying he's to me he's one of the greatest to ever do it but this playing style doesn't really it's it's not something that leads you to win championships yes let let russ cook great idea but you know what every game is not going to be against the Atlanta Falcons. You're going to run into a Baltimore Ravens. You're going to run into a Tennessee Titans. Right. You're right. going to run into teams that are going to be able to take things away from you. And if that game So then
3: so then at that point wouldn't why don't you wouldn't you place the blame on Pete Carroll? Absolutely. For Absolutely. His play calling and and like adjust cuz that's what coaches do. Like you prepare for each you know each player
2: in each yes each game and each team for a long time they didn't put the talent around Russ that they should have you know at the beginning they kind of shielded him he had a good defense he had a great running back uh behind him and they did what they needed to do to play championship football they should have won two two in a row as far as i'm concerned but yeah, what, they, what, they, what they've gotten away from is getting him talent on the offensive side of the ball and being to salt away games. You have to be able to do it. Just look at Kansas City and San Francisco playing in the Super Bowl last year. You have basically San Francisco just running and doing whatever they want to do uh, all over the Chiefs. And then at the end of the game, you have Kyle Shanahan once again struggling to put a Super Bowl away by, by picking up first downs and 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 killing the clock and you have on the other side kansas city who's like flinging the ball around and then all of a sudden they get they 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 make the game close and then they're like here you go damian williams salt it away
3: and that's what that's what i like about andy Reid, man andy Reid, man he he like he i like his game calling. like he he knows okay we have to like we're gonna go for it like he makes it I, when he when he coaches he knows who he's playing against and i like his his play uh play calling decisions But but I just have a a serious question to ask you guys. So do you? This is a serious question. Um, So do you guys think um, Russell West? uh, Russell Wilson. uh, Let's say Westbrook. (laughs) Lord, uh, come Is this on, going Sierra, Sarah.
1: yeah. I feel like yeah.
0: it's gonna be about Sierra, Wilson. yeah. yeah. Russell, no, no, I was just Russell saying,
3: Williams. do you guys think he, he yeah, Russell Wilson, do you think he
1: warms up to future? <laughs> I don't, you, you.
2: you know, I was thinking about that
0: too.
1: <laughs> come on, well, I think future got some I bangers I don't dog. think he would do it on purpose, but what if it was like on a playlist and it kind of, I'm sure that's, that's what not, we did, right? The Falcons did that
0: in the playoff game a few years ago. You know ago. what I'm saying? Like, they you, were know, the pre, pre, future. you know,
1: like when they're stretching before, like he just had some, you know, like. Mike Mullen fire mix, right? Yeah. And then, like, one of the songs is a future song. Would he skip it? Or just like, fuck, I'm already stretching. That probably gets him into hype mode. He's <laughs> like, yeah, I'm ready to fucking kill somebody right now. That future got me hype.
2: <laughs> did, you, did you hear about um, Cam talking about uh, how he, like, 56 Nights is the album that, um, that really meant a lot a lot to him? Who's during who's, this time period, that is, Fifty Six Nights is Future's album that had like March Madness and like all that, okay. all these other bangers from like five years ago. Okay. It was like during the time of like Dirty Sprite, okay, Dirty Sprite too. And he was talking about how that album meant so much to him because he spent, 86, to me with all these he spent eighty six He spent eighty <laughs> six nights. Wondering how all these guys, all these backups, the Nathan, the Nathan Petermans of the world, yeah. were getting these deals that were, you know, pretty sweet deals for for their history, for what yeah, they've the been able to of do. The
0: world of Fitzpatrick's of the world. Yeah,
2: and he said he sat for like eighty-six nights, wondering like what what he was doing wrong. Was it the injuries? No, because a lot of these guys that had injuries were ending up getting contracts was it the, was it the play? No, because a lot of these guys can't can't play the way that Cam can play. And so I've, I thought that was like a very interesting insight into like his whole time being unemployed.
0: Right. Yeah, he definitely has perspective. I've heard him interview a few times recently and he basically he basically said, "Look, I don't care about the money. I don't care about nothing. I just want respect. Like I want to be back to where I was." So I think he he's been humbled. Could he, he have,
2: could he have, could he have found a better landing place not in terms of the money. Right. But could he have found a better landing no, place I, he's perfect perfect outside of New
0: England? A yeah, all he has spot. to do is lead them to the playoffs, be good, and there will be teams lining up to offer him at least and a one two of them will be the, the Patriots. <laughs> if he you least, think so?
1: Yeah, if he, if but they might, won't want to
0: pay him what the other teams will be willing play, to offer. They're, ba- they're getting a okay if Cam Newton passes for four thousand yards, thirty touchdowns, rushes for you know eight to ten touchdowns, leads him to the playoffs, potentially wins the East, which I, I don't know that they will, but if he does. There's going to be multiple teams that are going oh, to offer yeah, him thirty be. mil plus. We're, I don't wow. know the Patriots
2: want to do
1: that. Wow.
2: Yeah, I mean they have money. They they have they're going to well, they're going to they. have a lot of money come off of the books this year. I guarantee Who, you, the Patriots. No, no, he's
1: saying that the Patriots would not will. be willing, but every other team that's looking for, I'm thinking the, the, the Patriots be oh, If he looking. continues
2: this for another 14 games, yeah, the Patriots plus would playoffs, be, Yeah, he's going to get paid. Yeah, the
0: Patriots. Not that I'm going to make the same correlation, but like you pay- know, Beniam joked on the last few podcasts about each team being. A plantation. Oh God! <laughs> this feels this, this feels like the New England plantation. Like Bill Belichick is like, look, boy, yeah. we are gonna pay you not that much money, right. and we're gonna run your ass into yeah, the ground. You are gonna earn your keep, dude. As you get hurt. You're, you're, we like, cut your on, ass, like, and we definitely signing I mean, you back. I,
3: I, I can I can honestly say that I think that Cam is injury prone and, and whatever. But this guy's a great talent, man. Like you, he you, you just paid Patrick Mahone five hundred million dollars. Yeah. Mahomes is. And you're paying Cam Newton uh, a Super Bowl it's winning a, it's a, quarterback, no, yeah. A Super Bowl winning quarterback, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not super, super Bowl winning quarterback, uh, show, but MVP, Super Bowl showing, and shit. you know MVP, he, you know he was MVP, All Star, whatever you right. want to say. And you you're paying this guy one million dollars uh, to run your he's, team. He's on the
1: humble pie tour.
2: Belichick is the goat. Like oh, if, if that yeah. game was played in New England, I could see New England winning that really? game. Really,
1: you think that? I mean. Maybe the travel will make a difference, but there's literally no one there. But yeah, maybe them being at a different place. Oh, but aren't they still pumping in sound into the stadium yeah. and, and about, stuff you, like that? you talking
0: about? The Sunday night game? Yeah.
1: Oh, well, uh, did you watch a game?
2: I didn't get to yeah, watch so it. Yeah, so basically, no. it's I mean, empty New
0: England had a fourth and one
1: on, th- on the on two yard line. On the two yard run, They had run. a fourth
0: and gold. Yeah. They could have won the game right there. They just ran a, a designed run for Cam. Of course. There, there was an opening. But the Seattle uh, DB or the defensive tackle, he blew it up and he got him. But if that didn't happen, it would have been a touchdown. But the point is, New England probably should have won the game. Yeah. If it didn't, so, if,
1: it, if it didn't fail, it would have succeeded. Yes, it was yes. Uh, designed to fail. That pisses me off. That
3: pisses me off because you know you you, just, you would never design a play like that for Tom Brady.
1: Kitty yeah, can't run for shit.
3: But
0: to be fair, on fourth and one, a, a sneak. To be fair, on fourth and one, nobody has a
1: better conversion
0: yeah. percentage. than you, Tom you Brady. could have
3: you could have given this guy like five million for you know.
1: I know, but like he was the, the thing the, is, like, he was on the market for a while. So, why why would you pay him just out of the decency of your heart? Like, yeah, hey, I guess, yeah, dude, I guess they're that, smart. That, that's smart. they not going to overpay. They yeah, didn't like, even, I mean, they
0: didn't even overpay Brady. He was never the highest paid quarterback any year in New England because he always took a pay cut to help the team. So, I mean, but, that's what but, they do. But man. Tom
3: Brady makes like $50 million in right, endorsement.
0: So,
1: it's like, it's but <laughs>
0: still ego, right? He left for a reason. Brady left for a reason, and that has to be. He some wants part to prove
1: it. that he can, you know. Although this yeah. is a bad time to prove it when you're old as fuck. Boy,
0: <laughs>
2: forty three years yeah. old man playing in the NFL. But he got
1: paid. He got no paid in Tampa Bay, right? But if he crashes and burns, you know, like if he gets injured, like i been yeah, predicting he's a for a long time, Super Bowl champion. No, no, like, who but cares? he he didn't need to prove anything, right? Everybody he, needs to prove something, man. No, no, no matter he, how good no, you no, are. No, I'm saying like he didn't need to prove anything on that level, right? He's no. won all the titles. He's trying to prove that he can do it on his own. separate yeah, This is – do it when you're in your mid to late 30s, you know. Now it's going to – Yeah, but they kept running. Running. They had they a fill. good thing, man. Right, yeah. No, no. I, then just retire. They should retire. This is a terrible move by him. He's still good. <laughs> he's still collecting that paycheck.
2: Brady. I think it's way too late to have the argument who really is the one that was responsible for the Patriots' success because he's 43 years old, and it's such a perfect decision for him to decide to do this. <laughs> When he's, like, Steve DeBerg's, like, final year's age, <laughs> playing quarterback in the NFL at, like, right. 45 yeah, right. and still around. And people are like, well, yeah, but, I mean, he played for, like, 26 years. Right, yeah, I know? do think,
0: though, there was a sticking point. I think the Patriots weren't willing to give him as much as he wanted. So I think there was just a— Do you, you think there was a, a money thing? I th- No, I think it wasn't just a money thing, but I think it was, like, on top of the disrespect he felt from Belichick. Not Kraft. Kraft loves Brady. It was kind of like, okay, at least finally pay me. Like, that'll make things pay me right. top dollar. Yeah. And I think the Patriots were like, no. And also, I don't think they wanted to put him on a multi year deal because they were kind of like, you yeah, old as fuck. He luck.
1: is old as fuck. Has anybody noticed? Yeah, but you can understand that. <laughs> He is like the greatest I quarterback know. ever, but, but he old, like a old, I
3: understand <laughs> that, but he's still playing at a top yeah, level. You know we'll what I mean? Like he's still we'll playing, you know, he's still we'll top see. five. Anyways, you know he, he, what I mean? He is
1: very uh, intolerant of getting hit. If you ever watch him play, like, oh boy, which I would, I mean, if I was in my twenties, <laughs> I'd be intolerant of getting hit. But like, he's like, <laughs> please, Mister. <laughs> he's, he's vegan by the way. He's vegan. He did to quack food by the way. I love vegans by the way. By like, the he's way. not vegan. He's into some quackery. He's into in weird shit. Yeah, he's I don't vegan eat tomatoes swear, dog. or whatever. Like, get the fuck out of
2: here. How did you guys, How did you guys like the Saints being monster favorites, uh, just after Week One and in the preseason to
0: win then... the Super Bowl?
2: Yeah, to be to Super to, to, to to for a Super Bowl odds and getting absolutely run over by the Raiders right. I, last I, week.
1: I, I first of all, I was surprised that they were even ahead of the. You think a defending champion play would be there? The Ravens coming back, maybe some sucker bets on the Tampa. You know the Expendables. You know all these people or, that mean, left other Packers, teams, even
0: Packers. I mean Packers were yeah. 3 last year. Yeah, but Solid yeah, sorry, football teams.
1: Yeah, I was surprised that.
0: They were, but you you think Ham? You think the Saints are a playoff team, though, right? Yeah. Okay. It's not like they're a bum team. That yeah. You right. think they're they're going to be but good? But just they're not going to win a Super Bowl.
2: I mean, they're also missing their. Let, let's lend a little credence to them. They're also missing, you know, arguably the best wide receiver in the yeah. league.
0: Yeah, who had a 99 rating in Madden? How about that? Ooh, the best Ooh, wow. rating. Is, I mean, yeah. Michael is good, but like. I don't know. 99. Yeah. He was damn. good.
1: I mean, he I mean, all those receptions. Gotta for some he point. was balling with Teddy B last no, year. No, He's
0: good. He's legit the truth. I mean, the Falcons, they can't stop him. Nobody can stop him. But, yeah, he just catches pass after pass. So I'm surprised by that. But, yeah, the Saints are going to be very good. They'll probably win the division. Probably. I mean, yeah, they lost to the Raiders, but I think the Raiders are good this year. I, Honestly, think, I think they're like, going to surprise some people. Carr's good. And that Jacobs guy, right? Is uh, yeah. he out of Alabama? Oh yeah, John Man, Josh Jacobs guy. is filthy. <laughs> that oh guy. My goodness! Yeah. He I remember him in Alabama, running back that you just hand the ball to right. him because right. they don't really have a two-headed running
1: back thing there anymore. Mm-hmm. He's the guy. He's good. Yeah, that team's good. So, uh, as far as the uh, the NFL goes, so so far two weeks in, no virus, no nothing. But there's a more pressing issue, which is they're still playing football and it's a dangerous sport. And there was a lot of players getting hurt in week two, like, and not just, like, some random, like, third stringers. These were, like, high profile. Like, I think the – so, Saquon Barkley, he's out for the year, right? Uh Nick Bosa out for the – actually, the, the 49ers are basically done, basically. Nick Bosa yeah, – every,
0: every other team in the NFC West is 2-0.
2: Have you seen the list of San Francisco guys that are out? Have yeah, you seen, like, the roster breakdown? Yeah, yeah,
1: I just had just a high profile, but it is – a lot. I mean, so yeah. yeah. Nick Bosa, said Jimmy G's out for four weeks. Um, where's the other guy? Uh, Solomon Thomas is Raheem out multiple Mostert, weeks. Mostert, D. Is Ford. Out. Yeah, there are so many just from one team.
0: So, are you trying to make a greater point about
1: the injuries? Well, no. I'm just saying. So, Benja, be- be- I wanted be- to be- 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 wanna... you make a point. So, this could be just a luck thing, like just bad yeah, luck should happen. But on the other side, there is there was no like, there's no lead up to the season, right? You you know like. In order to have a successful takeoff, you have they the did runway. Have to be fair, they had training right, camp. Right, but it was—I mean, if if the hard knocks episodes are to be believed, no, it was uh, kind of uh, modified, like yeah. And stuff. So yeah. they were and be...
2: abbreviated,
1: right? So it was very truncated. You know, so do you think that that played any role? Because basically, like the NFL Week One, you have to be at 100% full go, right? Yep. Is it partly that, or is it just like because it's just? ACL here, sprain AC joint there. It's just like a mixture, hamstring, knee. I mean there's a lot of ACL stuff. Is it a mixture or is it mostly just they should have put more effort into gearing these players up to to play?
3: Serious answer. Um, you know, me me and time we played football in high school and same thing, uh, I know. <laughs> you know, we had early soccer, like European football. very very similar. Very similar. <laughs> But, um, you, you know, we had early morning workouts where you would like, it, it was pretty intense. Like you, like though you're, you get, you're basically conditioning your body to get used to that kind of, uh, trauma, you know, week in and week out, because it's, it's pretty like you're taking on some, you're taking on some hits. You're, your body has to physically train for that. So I think that not having, um, the preseason definitely impacted a lot of these injuries. Uh, but, but my, um, fake news, I'm pretty sure a majority of these people aren't vegan. Oh God. (laughs) I'm going to check Um, for the next, for the next episode. We're going to see, you know, all these high profile players here. How many of them were vegan?
0: Well, I'm just going to drop in my two cents. First of all, I'm a vegan 95% baby all the way, but (laughs) any injuries, Currently, actually, uh, <laughs> no. Every now and then, I have a tight handy or something. Oh, you know, you. Hurt my See? ankle, you there know. You go. <laughs> but otherwise, no broken bones. Cross <laughs> my fingers. But I will say, you know, I was I was going to name this segment not for the injuries reason. I was going to name it a new segment called "Bend But Don't Break," Right. related to teams that are either bent or broken. It was bad, poor poor timing considering the injuries. Right. But my quick opinion on that is. I don't like attributing any external factors to injuries like that. It's kind of like when the Warriors in basketball, when 73 wins, people said, hey, man, they went for the record. They ran out of gas. Steph had some injuries. It was because they went so hard during the regular season. It took a toll on it. It's plausible. It's plausible, but not provable. No conclusive scientific study has shown that a lot of these injuries are like knee injuries, which yeah, I don't know. I don't know how much you can contribute that to atrophy and stuff like that. Muscle and tissue injuries, yes. Like, if there were some, a lot of, a lot of pulled hamstrings type injuries,
1: so uh, maybe, yeah. yeah. So maybe but there had a lot of yeah. uh, hamstring there have type injuries. I mean, injuries. Julio
0: her, 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 pulled his hamstring in the game and he wasn't the same. By the but, way,
1: uh, before you finish your point, I, I, there was one player, Tyra Taylor yeah this poor sucker um he, who was scratched before the he game. had oh, by God. the way Binyam, so listen to this this guy had a rib injury so the team doctor tries to do something right give him a painkiller he tried to inject a painkiller into he, his ribs Binyam, he punctured his lung trying to give him some pain medication to his ribs and that's why he he couldn't play last week have you ever heard of that wow that's my practice that, baby
0: that's
3: but you know the nfl does a lot of illegal things <laughs> to get Well, that going. wasn't illegal I and mean, that was in the middle of no it's, this it's a not like some sort of thing. out of my yeah, mind. they didn't give a scare. Listen, listen, listen. Let me let me speak let me speak. I mean, first of all, it's 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 stupid, it's dangerous and I would not let anybody do that to me, but I guess I mean, if I was I'm not making totally. No, they minutes. do this all the time. That's to be
1: clear. Just to be clear. There was no. This wasn't done out of malice. There was it's, no deer antler spray or anything. No, it's not out of malice. No, no, no. It Good. never is. It was just a mistake. Ma- maybe, maybe the doctors didn't have pre-season either, right? They said, "Oh shit, I'm yeah. Listen, not ready."
2: Listen, <laughs> let me speak to this. Maybe they
1: real had real a quick.
0: muscle injury. They <laughs> had a tight. Uh, uh, i
1: I've,
2: I've seen I've seen somebody have cardiothoracic surgery before, and before yeah, it, Before on you your go browser. into uh, before you go into surgery, they'll give you um, th- those same shots, but multiple ones several of them um in order to get into your your chest cavity and break your and, and break your breast your breastbone and, and keep you like you know still feeling okay and i've never seen that happen before i've never seen somebody try to give you shots in your rib and puncture your lung that's outrageous.
3: What, what you're talking about is when they're going when they're doing cardiothoracic surgery, they're actually using a chainsaw to cut your bones open
2: right, but the, but the shot but the shots in your ribs is
0: very different than so are you saying Benio, that that's that, uh, very different than somebody are you going, saying that that's a acceptable mistake like it's common or what are you saying?
3: Oh no, 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 I'm just saying it's very stupid. I'm saying what Simon is saying is legit like that they they're injecting you know uh, some painkillers into your abdomen or you know right above your abdomen. You know, because they're they're getting ready to cut open some bones. That yeah, makes your ribs. Sense. But to inject you into your
0: ribs just to help you with some pain. All I know is. Uh, Unless you got
3: COVID and you can't breathe, they're they trying to treat seen the that
0: pain happen All I know is Tyrod Ty better be on the field next week as a starter. Not that he deserves it from his play, but a, a lawsuit could be coming. Because oh. Justin Herbert, he they're their, their top pick. He looked good. He looked real and, good. And uh, if you're just a fan, you're going to say, well, why don't we keep with the Herbert, Herbert guy, right? Like, why do we need right. Tyrod? Because Tyrod's a game manager at best. But this is a unique circumstance. So let's just say Tyrod, they bench him the rest of the season. He, The Herbert guy would have never gotten to play until later in the season if the team doctor didn't fuck up. All right. So he could cost this guy Tyrod right. his next contract right. or whatever, right? So. But a
3: lot of those, a lot of times, though, in all honesty, those those doctors really don't have a say. So like, it's more of like, hey, nigga, you going? You gonna come me right here? And then they just like, yeah. okay, yeah. you know, it, is that like an accurate
1: a, reenactment? <laughs> <I don't laughs> I'm pretty Tyrod sure
0: look, you guys are is, is that what they did to you and Simon so you could get on the field and excel for the Angoras? Yeah, I know, right? Listen,
2: <laughs> listen. To speak to the bigger point, I I remember two days very vividly i remember how much work it took in the morning showering going to class being sore all day then you know uh coming back going through uh through uh practice again in the afternoon doing the same thing day after day after day after day and let me tell you it's a lot of work but it's uh it's important preparation that you're putting in for your body to be able to withstand a lot of these soft tissue injuries and i just i i i think it's so despicable and outrageous that they they let these guys go into a a regular full season without getting any type of game speed right preseason football and walkthroughs and shit like that and playing at game speed with helmets on and pads on and you're and and hitting is two very different things and so a lot of these injuries i don't know some like some of them may not be due to it but I I don't think there's any way that you could convince me that some of these injuries couldn't have been avoided with a with a longer training camp, uh like a like a more like a more sizable training camp, just to get your body into game shape and then some type of game speed or the, some of those intramural practices that they have between teams right, um yeah. even before preseason starts. Yeah. You can't tell me that that's not important. You really can't.
0: Yeah, I would just say to me it's inconclusive. I don't know. It probably does attribute to it for sure on some level, but I don't know. I mean, we could go the rest of the season with not too many major injuries, so I don't I don't know. Oh,
2: you're going to see a bunch. Let me tell Maybe. you, by by mid-season, by by week 8, the whole makeup of the of the of the 2020 football year is going to be very different than it is right now. We'll we'll come back to this
0: later yeah, probably. on. probably. Well, we'll come back down. to this. By, by week 8. I just feel by bad. By week 8. I just feel bad for, Sa- I mean, for Saquon man. Saquon's already out. Yeah,
1: he's out yeah, he's done for the year. CMC yeah. is
0: done for the next 4 to 6 weeks. Right, yeah, McCaffrey. I mean, Saquon He's been in New Nick York. Nick Bosa, which is one of the greatest anything. defensive players in the NFL, has done for the year. Well, I think we'll transition right now to college football, right? Because we talked about NFL and how they've fortunately so far been able to avoid any pandemic pandemic-related postponements, cancellations, right? Fortunately, it's worked out better than I think we probably thought it was. So far. So far. College football, on the other hand, it's murkier. It's right. different. There have already been quite a few – semi-notable games that have been postponed and major
1: programs too it's not like some you know some division two thing
0: most notably this week notre dame and wake forest they had a rash of covid definitely notre dame they did i think seven out of 50 or 60 players tested positive right they're postponing that game the big 10 who initially said hey we're not playing well they postponed it or yeah indefinitely postponed now they're saying we're back. They're but, coming back in October. This is going to change the national title picture, right. potentially. And I
1: suspect that the, big 12, uh, the Pac-12 will do the same. Basically, like, all five conferences are going to but, move but, it Before go, we
0: but, get into the actual how it affects the play on the field, just some general thoughts on the pandemic and how it's affected the I am, uh, teams.
1: I'm surprised that, I mean, maybe I'm just cynical. I thought that some of these teams would just lie about the positive test. I thought that they would kind of, like, Don't say anything. We'll get past it because they're thinking these are young kids. They're gonna be fine. I'm sure, like either Notre Dame or Wake Forest, whichever team had the outbreak. It's not like people are like heaving, you know. You know, it's probably like a asymptomatic kind of. But did you hear?
0: Did you hear like the uh, Ed Orgeron, LSU head coach? He he thinks like everybody got it, right? Yeah, he was just so upfront. He was just like, "Hey, man, I'm not worried because we probably have already all had it. Right. So you know, unless we get it again, right." We're good. Right. So I think there's, yeah, is, there's a total, I mean,
1: like Simon was talking about how it, it, it is uh, irresponsible what the NFL is doing, how they're cutting corners on getting players acclimated to yeah. to, to do this violence. They're at least getting paid. There's a union. There's some, you know, these are adults. These yeah. kids, there's a total disregard. I mean, that's a very flippant thing what the defending champion head coach would say, like, ah, fuck it. We'll be all right. And everybody probably already has it. because how,
0: how in God's name, the SEC has not started yet. They're starting this coming yeah, weekend. Yeah, this weekend. How in God's name is the SEC going to avoid some type of outbreak?
1: Because right. some of them will probably they have won't. fans, right? You know, they'll do like what yeah. the Cowboys did were like 25,000. You think people are going to stop tailgating? Yeah, people. I mean, the, the, you probably, you know, like in Athens, you know, you have the, the prime spot for tailgating. Mm-hmm. They'll just go to other spots to tailgate, you know. Because, you know, it's, it's being frowned upon. But how are you going to stop people from drinking in the parking lot? You know, they're gonna So do how, do it, you, how do it. you
0: reconcile a team? I think you kind of mentioned this to me before, a team like Ohio State or somebody who State. may only play seven, eight, yeah, the Ohio State. Their
1: official schedule is an eight-game schedule. That's, but yeah, yeah.
0: if they or anybody in the SEC or whatever who will have less games than ACC teams, if they have a postponement or two, or cancellation altogether, right. they're going to play less games. Right. Because how do you right. factor that so into the, a team so, that's played a full right. schedule? So the
1: ACC was the first conference to start. They are doing 11 games, 10 conference and one non-conference. They started early enough to where they can reschedule. The SEC is doing a 10-game schedule conference only. They may have a week or two where they can work things in. The Big Ten, they're going eight games and they're starting like mid-October, mm-hmm. there's no window, there's no margin of error. If there's any sort of outbreak, they're going to just have to pretend it's not an outbreak or else they'll play fewer than eight games. There's an outside chance that Ohio State, because they're going to let Ohio State in if they're undefeated. Oh, but yeah. they could be undefeated like 5-0 and 0 because it's like it's not our fault. The other team got the virus. I like and, how and the th- common
0: thought among the nation was like, hey, in the winter, this k- pandemic, this coronavirus is going to get worse. Yeah in the winter when it yeah. gets colder yeah. it's going to get worse yeah. flu season and then the big 10 is like oh in october yeah
1: yeah gets well, it's a little, a little colder yeah. why don't we just
0: start then yeah that's a
1: good window to start <laughs> they ever, basically they just told them that all the other conferences are making money uh they they came up with this bullshit like testing thing that they have yeah. to convince themselves now we feel comfortable but it's just all just you know like how the tsa is like security theater it looks like they're doing stuff this is like you're doing things to make it look like we're being old. Here's this little temperature thing. But meanwhile, these kids are just dicking around, and this virus is, like, spreading like wildfire on campus. But they don't care. They're just trying to make the money and go through. I think, yeah, college – I mean, the NFL may go through without a hitch because, you know, they're not – these these. it's not like Tom Brady is going to some fraternity party after yeah. the game, right? They're just going home, right? Pros are
0: pros, man. Right. Amateurs are amateurs. Yeah. Like, they're going to behave as such, right? right. And they're not getting paid. Right. So and they got nothing better to do on campus, right? right? There's probably not nearly as many parties and places to go. And those years are like so,
1: the most like I'm invincible, right? Yeah. nobody's thinking like, mm, let me play the odds. I don't want to get this virus. Look like, at no, us, man. man. We yeah. old as fuck. That's right. Sitting yeah, that's and look at us sitting <laughs> right across from each other, <laughs> like idiots note. speaking right. loudly right. into one <laughs> each other's faces. No. We got a coronavirus
0: level. <laughs> yeah, we got a little filter. But imagine you're a 20 year old <laughs> right. who gives two shits about any right. of that. That's true. And it's already happened, right? So it's one thing for us to speculate, like we did a few weeks ago on this podcast, about, uh uh-oh, fear and doom and gloom for college. It's kind of happening on a smaller scale. And the SEC hasn't even started. That's why I think people aren't paying that much attention. Right. Because once the SEC starts, then people will pay more attention to college. Right. And then if that happens even more, especially to an SEC team— it's
1: and there's a lot knows. of big old dude I mean, there's, there's gonna be players that are gonna die like yes you you right? keep reiterating i'm that, telling yeah. you there's gonna be some fat fuck like you know left guard or whatever and he's <laughs> gonna catch it he's gonna die and they're like ah what are you gonna do uh yep. in my opinion
2: uh the entire college football thing is it's gonna be a shit show i think any way you slice it like if you start to have cancellations happen and then you're leaving way too much up to the voters to figure out who should be in the CFP and who shouldn't be in there. Like, you're just, you're going to have a lot of people and a lot of teams and a lot of fans who are going to be upset. But at the end of the day, all that matters is money. Right. Just like Michael Douglas said in... Um, oh, uh, the... In, in, that, in that 80s flick. Uh,
1: Wall, Wall Street? Uh, Wall Street. Yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, greed is good. Right, right. And to me, what I don't understand is, like, while the schools are making this all about money and uh and and literally putting these kids out there and and risking their careers some of them who are you know looking towards going to the NFL you got these same kids who are guaranteed going to go number 1 number 2 like Justin Fields and and Trevor Lawrence that have been fighting to play for like the past like 3 years right. and i'm like dude like you you already have a championship yeah you you were going to be the number 1 pick next year almost no matter who is is drafting out of that exactly, spot right somebody's gonna draft out of it and get you at number one right so why are you putting yourself at risk for these schools that don't care about you and 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 you know possibly potentially ruining ruining your your ability right, yeah, to make yeah, money and yeah. have a career in the nfl
1: so everybody uh, agrees doom and gloom college football is gonna I, I mean i i i th-
0: they'll finish the season i think i think it, about the end of this season there'll be hiccups but if the same big teams are there, Alabama, Clemson, and it'll be exciting. That's People true. will debate which teams got left out. Did this team play enough? It'll be fine, I think. I don't think there's going to be anything to really derail the season. As long as the main big teams don't have an outbreak, I think it'll be all right. There's, you know, so, so many of the Houston's of the Wake Forests of the world. Nobody cares, right?
1: I, I anticipate that, that that's going to read well on a tombstone. I was hiccup.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's how it's gonna be, man. Oh, man.
1: Anyway, any any other thoughts on college uh, football? I'm trying to do
0: no, hmm. man. This was Georgia Tech's year. It was I supposed to be Georgia Tech's be year, oh, it's be a year. Season. It's gonna be a doozy, and we already lost the game. But yes, <laughs> it could have about- been our year, man.
2: Like what? Like what the hell year is Georgia? Gonna, what the hell I, kind of year is Georgia I, gonna, I, gonna have? Dude, the I kid have- who's been on on the first team all year is.
1: Right. He's like, nah, no, fuck this. He's opted yeah. out. He's yeah. like, Yeah, I'm not doing he, that.
2: Yeah,
0: Who, yeah. the starting quarterback?
1: Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, the yes. kid that transferred to like he, he, he transferred from Wake, from Wake Forest. Forest. Yeah. And he's like, you know, uh I noticed it was a pandemic. and uh, fun so is he, is I know, he...
2: right? Like, way after the fact, like, five months later, he was yeah. like, you yeah. that uh, know. No, no, that's a smart kid. That's a smart kid.
0: He's
1: just sitting out to prepare yeah. for
0: the draft. No, he's too oh, young, he's right? Sitting,
1: yeah, because, like, what are no, we doing? No,
2: no, he's a graduate transfer.
0: Oh, so he could go. He's yeah. preparing for the draft. Yeah,
2: absolutely, which is what I would be doing yeah. if I'm Trevor Lawrence or yeah. if I'm yeah. Justin especially, Fields. Yeah, especially, yeah. You know, I'm going out there and working out, trying to get with the best QB coaches, get my footwork together. You know, work on you know parts of my game that I need to improve. Like those kids are ready. Yeah, they're ready to play. They just need to refine their skills.
0: I think once the SEC starts and more, right? Nothing starts until the SEC starts. Really, then we'll have more games to talk about. The a good thing. Early.
2: The good thing is, I feel like you won't see as many injuries in college as you did in the NFL because their system is so different, and they, you know, they don't they don't have to go through a huge training camp, and they don't have they, you know, they they're some of them the new recruits that came in as freshmen are starting up in January and they're getting ready for this moment. Right. So they don't have a preseason to worry oh, yeah. about.
0: Plus you, if you're a team like Clemson or somebody, you can beat a team by 50 or 60 and then just rest everybody. Exactly. So there's opportunities like that. For Plus sure. they're 10
3: yeah. years younger than right. NFL right. players no, that on that average. So that makes right. a big difference too. All
1: right. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll transition to, um, I mean, it's sports centric. It had nothing to do with like anything on the court, but uh, there was a uh, UFC fighter, Binyam, you wanted to, to bring this up because um, this UFC troll, uh, Col- Colby Covington, uh, who is <laughs> by the way, for what, I mean, yes. I know we're going to shit on him here, but he's a great, UFC fighter, right? Like, he's a good fighter. Well,
0: he, you sent us that clip of him and Uzman. but yeah. he took it to the fifth round, right?
1: Yeah, and then he got knocked yeah. out, yeah. So but at uh, least he lasted that and, long. He got his job broken. And then he, yeah. I, he, he fucked up his job. but he was... A bit So, So now, boxing kind of does this, right? You know, everybody knows pro wrestling, it's just a lot of... Just talking a lot of shit. I mean, these, these are not actual fights. I mean, Connor McGregor
0: did the right. same so, thing. So, yeah.
1: So, boxing, you know, Mayweather would always agitate people. WWE. Right. And then he'll get the interest going and people will show up because they want to see you lose. But Mayweather's yeah. so good that he's just making more money off you because mm-hmm. he's so good. What was the other guy? Uh, Chael Sonnen? Yeah, yeah. Chael he Sonnen. Like yeah. 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 So there, yeah. yeah. So, basically, so there's a template here. And, and yep. Col- now, Kobe Covington has no personality. If you ever just listen to him, He's just not very. He, okay. He didn't. I mean, it's not his fault. I mean, he's a good fighter. No but career. he has a Twitter persona, but, right? Yeah. He's got no yeah. charisma. So yeah. So he kind of glommed onto this Trump supporter Maga. thing. Right. He kind of saw an opportunity. Was like, ah, oh, shit, I'm white. These fuckers are white. <laughs> We're into this, right? So he started doing. He started wearing the Make America Great mm-hmm. hat. He was go on Twitter and say some nonsense, right? <laughs> and he was like, you know how Bingham's always like, you can come to our show do, drew Brees and this and that he kind of no, was come. was soliciting the president you know calling him and he you know this guy will call anybody right the mm-hmm. president any guy should else to do so he called colby cummington like after he went trump he, did yeah he went to the white house yeah oh, trump, trump did? yeah trump and, did? And, and colby yeah. cummington was invited to the white house so there's uh some reciprocity is, colby there.
0: A, uh, is he a champion of any belt he was the interim champion. Okay, so at least there's a yeah. reason to call him to the White House. Right, right. I mean, he, he, he's a champion. Yeah, yeah, so. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. Trump's got very high standards. I mean, <laughs> as if that matters. Yeah. yeah. This guy was praising I mean, Trump and he was brought in. Presidents
0: yeah. do call players periodically. Obama did this with certain players, only right. usually after they win a championship or something. Right. But- that part is, but not I bet that your ass, ass he's
2: not inviting Deontay Wilder to the
1: White House. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. Maybe the maybe the gypsy. Tell just Till Tell just So anyway, so usually the uh, this is either contained with basically he would make the you know throw these insults to other fighters he's about to fight to hype mm-hmm. up the next event or just Twitter stuff. Uh, for some reason, um, I guess Colby Cummington thought thought it wise to go after some of the athletes that have been talking up about the issues of the day well right? it's
0: current too right right so
1: he had, so he's, he's trying to he, latch
0: on to current news right
1: so not only is he taking up the cause of of the MAGA hats right but also like you know supporting basically very stereotypical supporting the military the, the police no matter what they do or yep. the military mm-hmm. no matter what they do and all that stuff right so he goes after uh, lebron james and um one of the comments he said is i, I want to dedicate this fight to all the first responders all the military out there you keep us free, uh, safe. Uh, not these woke athletes, not these spineless cowards like LeBron James. So he called them out mm-hmm. by name. And then he goes on about saying, uh, oh, he could beat him up in 10 seconds. I mean, now this guy, like, I bet you LeBron James probably makes more money than him taking his shit, then Cole becoming a Well, right? so LeBron <laughs> hasn't responded <laughs> to that. So it, right? It's not like, you know, one rung below him, right? It's like, yeah. They're in different worlds. It's far right? beneath him. Right. So it's not even like it's not. It's like I'm not even going to dignify this with a response. LeBron right? could last 10 seconds, though. Right. Come on. <laughs> could I <laughs> meet him or whatever? I mean, Ten LeBron's like a free, I mean, he's not like a. He's not a wrestler. Right. So he would be taken down eventually, but he could last 10 seconds. Or 10 seconds. Yeah. 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 He could last
2: 10 seconds. Uh, I'd give him that. If he puts him in like an ankle hold or like you know. But it
1: takes a second. You know, LeBron could be like do a little euro well, it step It takes like Come 10 on,
2: seconds man. to faint. man. In thirty I mean?
1: seconds, yeah, I mean, and this is not Kobe. Any like of these UFC fighters, no like non fighters gonna. So I just
2: don't like... fuck with MMA fighters, right, man. Right. I've seen some really nasty shit happen in fights where like one guy is like a boxer, or like one is one guy can can throw hands pretty yeah, well, yeah. And he thinks that he's gonna keep like a like a like a grappler off of him, right? And just you know, yeah, man, those have seen them guys, just man. get completely fucked up <laughs> right. in less than ten seconds, right? Right? Yeah, so. I mean,
1: especially. Yeah, there are a lot of like grapplers that are ver- – I mean, Khabib is a good ex- – no matter how good you are, I'm a striker, I'm a kickboxer, all yeah. these other disciplines, they aren't fine. I wrestled a bear when I was young. I'll fuck you up. Kobe <laughs> co- it's Kobe- Game changer. Yeah, it's like, oh, shit, my bad. <laughs> this Kobe Covington
0: guy, though, he, you're just saying he's basically a Trump-supporting troll. He yeah. doesn't really – Right, because basically he he just uh, wants to be famous. He
1: went, I believe, if I have this right, he went to school with uh, uh, there were wrestlers to get John Jones. Oh, really? John Bones. Yeah. Okay. Uh, A lot of people did say he's just like a shy, quiet guy, right? So, but he's like trying to make it seem like he's just like I'm sure he believes some of this stuff, but like he's just trying to ham it up just so he can kind of get some attention. And look at him, he's made it very high-profile podcast podcast.
2: calling out LeBron. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, he's, I on know. he's on the buffer. He's on, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, big this- time, baby. <laughs> he's made so, well, it. I think it's think mostly big a
0: story mainly because uh, LeBron hasn't responded. It'd be something if LeBron kind of responded.
1: But what, what would be the response? Nothing. No, yeah. I mean, I don't know. LeBron even- could just.
3: This is this is so this is so below LeBron. This it would be I would be embarrassed for LeBron if he responded. He, this is just.
2: I haven't seen a response from LeBron, but I did see him just make, uh, make a mention of how devastated he is about the Breonna Taylor stuff. Okay. So I feel like yeah. LeBron is going to take the high road right. and just Can like, it, you there, know. There,
1: there, there, There's no point of engaging with like a but troll. But also, Kobe, I
0: mean, Kobe Cummington, I mean, I don't like this. I'm not going to endorse this or condone the behavior, but he even went after like LeBron James' mom. He made a veil of uh, reference. Oh, oh yeah.
2: Yeah. So yeah. You want to read the, after uh, mom. I, I, don't <laughs> have, I don't have that
1: oh, exact okay. quote. I'll let go ahead and read. All right, so so this is Colby Cummington talking about how he would take down uh, LeBron James in in ten seconds. So he's like, "Lol at the snowflakes." I believe King James could even last ten seconds with me. If that coward had the balls or the ability to kick anyone's ass, Delonte West would have lost his teeth long before his meth habit. Yeah. So the listeners out there, Delonte
0: West was a teammate of uh, uh, LeBron (laughs) at the Cavs. The first to go around with. With in Cleveland. Rumor had it. And there were rumors. Allegedly. There were allegedly rumors that Delante West had a thing with LeBron's mom, Gloria A sexual James.
1: thing, right? They weren't playing chess. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think. So yeah.
0: Delante West has never confirmed this. He's denied it. If anything, I mean the awkward. How do you? My bad, dog. Yeah. I
1: didn't know. Was that wrong?
0: Should I not have done that? But a, a Delante people-
2: coming over for tea later on today? <laughs> Sorry. Hey,
0: if you're listening to the podcast, Delante West, feel free. No, uh, but that's the kind of the backstory. Yeah. So nobody really talks about it now. But it was never confirmed or anything. But Kobe Covington is trying to drag that storyline right. back and right. saying LeBron. Ha ha ha! That guy who fucked your mother. Um, it,
1: yeah, it is weird though that like, he is bringing uh, a sore subject up. But he, in his estimation, in his in his estimation, he believes that LeBron would have got the best of the like. He's not putting him down that far. Yeah, passive aggressive. Right, insult. like you would have kicked his ass. Le- man, yeah, if you had any balls, you would have whooped that yeah, guy's yeah. ass who <laughs> fucked <laughs> your mother. Yeah. So 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 the loser. Of the <laughs> yeah.
3: Story no, is yeah. The There's no way to respond LeBron. to this.
2: Like, how do you respond <laughs> to this nonsense? Like, how do you what is he going to say that's going to be like, that's that's going to, you know, bring them kind of level and be like a decent comeback for this? Like, you, he can't acknowledge this.
1: This is not that far. Or this is like a step removed from, like, whatever replies LeBron gets in his Instagram posts, right? Because there are yeah. some, like, vile things that people say to celebrities. This is not that far from that, except he's just another known person, but just in a different world and a very lower stature, you know. It's just, yeah, there's no, just pretend he doesn't exist and move on
2: i just love these dog whistle words like snowflake yeah (laughs) i think that i think that the way that like people have like bastardized like the english language to make it you know make it uh such a big thing or like karen right now it's like people are like breaking down and freaking out because they're being called karens like i think i think that's hilarious yeah
1: that yeah i mean he knows all the buzzwords you know Oh yes. Yeah. So he, and, he's, and he's got at least a few of them in was. that one.
0: <laughs> and he and he was smart enough to pick on LeBron who's been in the forefront of the social justice. And LeBron's in the news, everybody's talking about the Lakers. So I guess he was like, I see an opportunity. Right. Let me talk shit about LeBron. Right. And who knows maybe he might respond, but at least I'll get
1: some play. Right. And obviously, Can't it's, it's, did. it's like Cardi
3: B responding to
1: Candace Owens. I mean, there's, there's more disparity between LeBron and uh, this guy than those two. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Like, if
2: like if I was any of these people, I swear, like, I would never respond to somebody like Candace Owens. Like, I feel like almost everything she says is inflammatory. It's meant to get people pissed. Right. It's meant to get people feel upset. Right. Like why? Like it, why it, even engage?
1: It's no different than those uh, West Bass. Those like the, these troll. Christians, uh, and Westboro Church, right? I forget the name, but they would just go anywhere to say God hates you. God hates this. Oh like, yeah, they
2: used to do that on campus all yeah, the time. they were
1: just like, and they're just like, just agitated. They're just looking for talk oh, to you me, mean, like, I am anybody? Lonely. they yeah. would say God they're hates just like, anybody. Yeah. yeah, like some girl would be like walking with uh, some bare oh, midriff, short, like, shorts. oh, you fucking whore, the devil, blah blah blah. <laughs> Basically
0: just trying to get you
1: pissed off <laughs> so you can engage with them, you know?
0: When I used to, uh, I mean, I, I've seen this in Athens too, but when I was uh, leaving like a couple of the Georgia Tech games in college, they'd have these guys with a Bible in their hand yelling right. homosexist sin right. with these big signs. Right. And nobody paid them any attention. Right. Right. You just walk right by. Yeah. So I'm A lot surprised- of
1: people, yeah, a strong emphasis on homosexual activity. It's like they're like trying to suppress... What about Something. the guys who
2: were like standing outside of like the strip club and like um you know like talking shit to you and 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 like you know going off on you? You know I've never you know what I mean? oh like you're a heathen for Do going to strip club. Do you not remember this in Athens? There was Which like- is, like, you can do this if, if there's oh, only really? two strip there, clubs, there right? Yeah. Right. So yeah. they're like, okay, you, okay, half of us are going to split this way. It's like a Scooby-Doo episode. Yeah, like, right. half of us are going to go this way, half of us going to go this other way, and we're going to talk shit to everybody who walks by. <laughs> Some people are not even going into the strip club. They're just walking the, by yeah. on Washington Street. Yeah. But can you imagine them doing it in Atlanta?
1: <laughs> no, man. That's why no, they, they would never try that here.
2: You got to have a big fucking team for that shit. <laughs>
1: You got to pick your spots. <laughs> uh, you got to stay in the news,
0: man, because you'd be like, yo, you got Shooter. I got Foley's. And then somebody's like, dude, they ain't around no Not more. No, man. <laughs> like, Wait, what?
2: <laughs> Corona's made things so much easier for us.
0: Yeah, you got to stay with the news. man. Now we
2: just need somebody to get to Onyx and Magic City and like the like the thousand others that are in the Atlanta metro area.
0: Yeah, doesn't work, man. So, how, are, Ham, how are you going to segue to the final topic?
1: All right, so... Uh, the Supreme Court uh, lost a justice uh, over the weekend on Friday. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, RBG, the notorious mm-hmm. RBG. Uh, she was of uh, failing health for some time. She had one type of cancer, then another type of cancer. So it's not like she was going to live forever, right? So she was 87. She died. She was uh, liberal, right? Yeah, she was yeah, she was appointed by Clinton. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, basically, this was one of the worst case scenarios, one of the ideas, because like there were many people that thought that she could have retired earlier because she had cancer before. She had a few scares, uh, and they thought maybe when it's ideal for for her to be replaced with someone like minded, uh, she should take that opportunity. Like when Obama was around, when a Democratic candidate was yeah, 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 in. and and the Senate was held by the Democrats. Yep. Like this would have been a good opportunity, but you know she opted not to to do that. And there was some speculation that she wanted, ideally, for Hillary to win in '16 and for her to leave her post at the same time as Hillary, the first woman, basically like a symbolic. I came, okay, and then and then I left with a woman president, and it's going to be this big symbolic thing. That did not work. Having I, the first I, black person ever appointed as president of the United right, States was yeah, not enough. Yeah, I mean, she, she her whole career was kind of centered around the women's Female issues right so there was some but you know i, I liken her choices is, it's like you know it's certain uh highway stretches there's like the next exit is in two miles and the mm-hmm. next exit after that is in 30 miles so you have to make decisions if you got a p pee, yeah. so you're low on gas you better take that first exit because there's going to be a nice little time before you can do something. So she basically had the opportunity to get off the exit now. But she had faith in her political And bladder. she's like, oh, no, no, my car can make it. I mean, I'm on E already, way past E. But my car can make it to the next exit. And it sputtered short.
2: Can I, can I make a sports analogy real quick and yes. then you can continue? Yes. I feel like this whole situation with RBG wanted to hang on for, uh, you know, a few more years is like – Thinking way too far ahead of yourself, and it kind of reminds me of the Seahawks trying to get Russell the uh, the MVP by throwing at the one yard oh. instead of just giving it to <laughs> Marshawn right. Lynch. That's like, right. yeah. like dude, take take the gimme, <laughs> yeah, take yeah, yeah. take that's what's right. right in front of You're you. Saying. Why are you thinking about what's gonna happen three years from yeah, now in yeah. some
1: like symbolic, that's you know, true, yeah. passing down right. of the
2: torch? Like,
1: right. dude, win the game, right? Right. You're doing too much. Yeah, focus on the the task at <laughs> hand. Yeah, that that's a good one. Yeah, what what makes this story especially. You know, the reason why people are talking about it is because in 2016, uh, Scalia died, another mm-hmm. justice, and he was a conservative, and he died like late February, early March, plenty of time. During like a Obama's mu- turn. Yeah. yeah, so yep. this was in 2016. There was nine months to go, plenty of time, but at the time, the conservatives in the Senate, the Republicans, were like, oh, come on, we're so close. Just wait we need to let the people decide the next president The next pre- and they're like well, what you just made that up it's like no no very important that we do this right it's very important that we wait to hear what the people say mm. and 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 it worked right so they just made up a rule and it worked to their benefit and merrick garland the person that obama nominated never saw the light of day fast forward four years later this is not nine months this is six weeks. So surely they will adhere to the same and it's rule that they yeah, created. And it's, you know, politics No question. <laughs> politics is, uh, you know, it's the same ca- people. It's not like, oh, this is like a new young crop of people. It's the same fucking old-ass McConnell. It's the same, it's the same yeah. fucking people, right? <laughs> and so they're like, oh, well, I guess uh, the same rules apply. It's like, mm, no, not so fast. It's basically like without them coming out and saying it's like we said those things because they benefited <laughs> us then. <laughs> We're not gonna say something different because it benefits us. So basically, like <laughs> it's very like transparent. We're doing what we want when but it do benefits they have us. To,
0: do they have to tread back on this law? or Create a new they law? or not have to do no? anything. It's, oh, just, it's simply it a
1: numbers game. If, if everything was up to a vote and there's five of us, yeah. and three of us saw it one way and two of us saw it the other way. It doesn't matter what justification. The so three how many say.
0: Supreme Court justices are there currently, and how many are the, left? How many are right?
1: There. there are. So there are. They were nine. Up until okay. Friday, mm-hmm. G- G- Ginsburg dies. Now less there are piece. eight. So there are five conservatives, three liberals. So now when Trump appoints this person, and by the way, they're going to ram. They're going to go full bore. They're not going to wait around and yeah. like let's think about it. Right? It's going to be six to three. That's basically as uh, we say in the business, an insurmountable lead, six to three. Because <laughs> then even even if Chief Justice Roberts wants to like do some sort of less, uh, both sides. His vote no longer matters because then it'll be five four anyways, right? So explain to me, explain to me, the listeners,
0: why does it matter that it's more conservative than liberal on this? Simply put,
1: two two things. The main thing, the main push for conservative judges for a long time has been to get rid of the abortion law, Mm -hmm. right? Roe v. Wade, and just to deregulate everything so businesses can do whatever they want, right? Okay. And so for a long time they have tried to overturn Roe v. Wade, but they were always close because even some of the conservative judges are like, like, let's keep it the way it is and maybe kind of nibble at the edges, you know, like yeah. if the woman is pregnant like 28 weeks versus 26 weeks, you know, they're just yeah. kind of like doing that.
2: Which they've done a good job of over the past couple right. of years, I so feel basically
1: like. it's kind of been like treading water for a long time. But now, like I said, like the only reasonable conservative so far, is, is chief, the chief justice right, and he would like see the long view and say, if we just become, if the public just views as this, you know, explicitly partisan arm of the federal government, then what are we doing? Like we, we lose our credibility. Well, is, it, is it
0: isn't this kind of a uh, football analogy? But isn't this kind of a potential good Hail Mary by Trump? If he can, by the time the election rolls around, say that we got rid of or we're
1: going to get rid of abortion. I mean, that's what it's been. Yeah. I mean, and yeah. and, 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 and I mean, if From you a think political about it,
0: strate- strategic standpoint, that's pretty smart.
1: Right. There are like, you know, MAGA hat people that are like all in on Trump. Right. And there are other like conservatives that are this kind of they're like, oh, this guy's a fucking clown. But like he's producing certain things that I want. Right. So like he yeah. already has two conservative judges after he gets his third. That's three. That's more than Obama, Bush, Clinton, You'd yep. have to go all the way back to Reagan before you got, and Reagan had to do it in two terms. Like this is just one term, and what I think will happen, you know, what I was saying earlier about the Ginsburg had the opportunity to get out before, at the first exit. If this is just me speculating, if Trump and and the Republicans lose because people are going to think this is a dirty pool and it's not right, you know, maybe so They're let's cheating. So man. yeah, so let's say people just like this is distasteful and they lose. The presidency and the Senate—they still have two months, so the lame duck session. So after the election, before January, before they get—I bet you Clarence Thomas, anybody that's old as fuck—they're gonna step down, and then they'll ramp through some young, like some forty-year-old, and that way they won't have to worry about it because basically the net. You know, I think um, Clarence Thomas is seventy-two. Um, Why would he retire? Because basically, like. Wh- what if like biden wins the same
2: thing that happens with rpg so what if the the
1: next exit for if 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 trump loses they're like and there's there's no like this. it's not like they have a deep bench it's like trump is the the main guy right uh so just in case something happens where the next two presidencies don't go their way then that's going to push clarence thomas into the 80s and so there's i think that they would be because they are they're more calculating the Democrats are pretty yeah. stupid. Uh, they would just say shit. Let's you get out, and then we'll get a fourth. Yeah, and then they'll be set forever. You know,
2: they're going for all the Infinity Stones, and but, I don't really think that it's Trump. I think I think Mitch. I think Mitch McConnell has been preparing to oh, rule yeah. as a minor, as a possible potential minority, for a long time now. I feel like he has put a plan in place where no matter what happens at the end of this year in November, they're going to be ready to rule as a minority.
0: Right. Man, these Republicans, man, they're like the Patriots of the Partisans. Oh, I was yeah. just yeah. thinking like, that. Yeah. I was literally oh, yeah. just thinking, thinking that. Any advantage a Patriots can get. Spygate, any loophole, anything. Any other team in the NFL
1: is too afraid to do yes, that, right?
2: that's what you call situational football.
1: This would be a terrible game. If there was fantasy politics... My whole team would be revolved. Okay. Oh yeah! Oh, Hell, yeah! Know. Fucking Mitch McConnell would be the first. Like, are you kidding me?
3: Dude, everybody yeah, would be fighting actually, for Mitch McConnell. We, we can't even
1: do. It can't be a snake draft. It would have to be an auction draft. I'm putting all my money. Hold on. So, so hold on. So, so who else would be like? Who would be like your top five picks? So okay.
2: So and you don't. They don't have to be like right now. Right, right, just, right. You know.
1: So, so Mitch McConnell, obviously. I mean, like, who's kidding? Even though he, he he's he worked for the. Uh, um, justice department he's a uh, uh, bill barr he has been like a i don't know why he wasn't hired from the beginning this guy is a total shithead but he is very dedicated and then i would round up my team with basically people who have no problem being hypocritical like there were a few uh how uh, Repu- bit you align uh, no, a few republicans were just kind of like wincing when they're like hey you were saying the exact opposite four years ago they're like i know but it's different
2: it's comical yeah. it's comical i don't know i don't know if 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 you guys have spent any time watching the videos that have been playing of people like you know going back on whatever they said four years ago or you know like just they'll they'll take a clip and be like but this is what you said back then right. and then they'll like show the new one and then they're like yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know,
1: All right. the best example is uh Lindsey Graham, the senator from South Carolina. Oh, he's Carolina. definitely in my top five. He, li- he literally he's in my said, top five. "There's a video clip of him. He literally said, and you can quote me on this." Oh And he bad. paints a scenario if in 2020 bad. a Supreme Court yeah. p- position is open, and it's this setup: Trump is the president. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna wait until the people decide. You can quote me. You can record it, like the whole thing, and then. Yeah, What was his exact like? He's another one, man. he's like, oh, it's different now. He's like, I'm only one man. People don't listen to me. I, I would wish if one of them was like, you know, I'm full of shit, man. Come on, man. I talk a lot of yeah, shit. Yeah, man, I didn't yeah, say right. anything. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Trump. Trump That's Trump. Like, what do you mean? That, I never <laughs> said that. It's like no, it's a videotape. We just played it. Like no, I never said that. I,
2: I feel. I feel like they. They like what has happened is like you had all these different people that had different ideas, and now everybody has come down from like the Roger Stone right school of just deny, deny, deny. Right. Uh, we had, it, was, oh, it, doesn't, yeah. it doesn't, it doesn't matter now. There's things are different. There's right. always like a right. different reason yeah. you to kept, get to, you can
1: always explain the way to do what you wanted to do in the first place, right. you know? So it's like, why are people getting all hung up on the facts and all the other stuff? Like yeah, you have exactly. the numbers, it doesn't matter. Like right? you it, have the numbers and you're good.
2: It reminds me of that, um, that, uh, Dave Chappelle episode where they're talking about copy facts. And uh, you know oh, they're yeah. talking about how shitty they 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 treat their customers like, which basically we're the customers now. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah you know yeah, what that's I mean. Right, yeah. So
2: <laughs> if you vo- if you view it through that prism, he go he goes, why? Because fuck them.
1: <laughs> you don't need an explanation. That's a pretty accurate <laughs> assessment. Yes. <laughs> Anyways. So- uh, it, yeah. it, in
3: conclusion though in conclusion man supreme court justices man they really have a big impact in in the way we live and it's just sad to see rbg go but she probably,
2: she should have got off a long time ago. she probably like, should have hand. but man she was a soldier man
3: right, like, she, like, she was
2: trucking through there she right. was a
0: troop well thanks everybody for listening please rate and review us on itunes thanks again for listening everybody